Welcome to the Construction Ahead Podcast. My name is Carlos Patino, if you guys didn't know or forgot, because I don't do this consistently enough. You're not consistent? I am not consistent at all, man. Like, this is the the last episode I did was probably like a month and a half ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, what was going on? Is just because work and stuff? Um, I'm just too lazy to set it up, man. In all honesty, it's it's the whole because uh, i want to do it with guests every time i do it by myself it, i i stutter a lot i say um way too much mm. it's just i don't feel it's listenable you're trying to do like a bill burr um or not bill burr more like a chris D'Elia. sort of well chris D'Elia is a sex offender <laughs> oh you're done with him yeah i you know as a matter of fact i was never necessarily a big fan of his like i didn't yeah. understand his comedy it's it's um hold on hold on i'm sorry um today's guest oh yeah <laughs> this is cool today's guest is none other than aaron chase hey guys so, hey nick lanny nick lanny yeah <laughs> for real seriously he's probably the only one um he's he's like he feels he has that same he's like a modern energy of uh dane, dane cook okay i can see that um but i used to like dane cook a lot yeah there's nothing wrong with the style yeah, yeah. um he he also does not speak to me if you will yeah he, he made me laugh dane cook speaking of made me laugh a lot in high school yeah I, so I, I would imagine that a lot of high school a lot of high schoolers dr- were drawn to Cristilia. i could see that well a lot right. of high school girls too specifically i mean uh, there's, um, there's, he's being accused of grooming them though yeah well that is, that's the thing like so because he's being accused you're done like it's it's a wrap. no 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 because let me put it like this okay. brian callen also got accused got of accused shit. of some shit and i i want him to come back hmm. i don't like that that i i just don't know enough about the, the situation it kind of was this all started happening when uh they were they started canceling so many people at the same time yeah it was like one after another they went after joey diaz before we after, yeah. keep going on this can we define at least for this podcast can we define what is getting canceled like if someone wanted to cancel someone what is successfully canceled so that we have a standard here because i think that when it comes to communication that's a big issue that we've all been having is there's no standard definition for everything i think the cancel that i'm trying to um that i'm thinking of when i think of canceled i think of career over okay so bill cosby Abruptly. is canceled bill cosby is is canceled uh uh fucking any, anyone who goes to prison gets is canceled unless you're a rapper that's that is that is i think that's that that might be fair like okay r kelly r kelly canceled, canceled. fair enough uh michael jackson is dead so canceled uh but but so we can we can establish then that if you go to prison you're canceled Okay. Now, if you what's is there anything below that, or is it pr- like jail time and you're truly canceled? Could we consider maybe defamation? Defamation. Defamation. Like, of, like people talking shit. Like for example, someone like Brian Callen. Okay. Where uh, he was accused of something, and now no one wants to work with him. So is it the reaction, the 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 um, damage of no one wanting to work with you? Because yeah. if people still wanted to work with him, yeah, would I, you I give think, a shit? Okay, I think 
when it comes to cancel culture, what do you think satisfies the cancel culture that they're just not seeing anymore? What it is, it's which, which, not, it, so I'm sorry. Yeah, which means that they don't get to work anymore. Is that what they get satisfied? Is that, does that satisfy them? Or so it, I watched this uh, Wisecracked video. You ever watch Wisecrack? Uh, it's this philosophy channel on YouTube. It's for douchebags that think they're smart and don't want to read, uh, including myself. So I was watching it, and they were talking about the cancel culture issue and how the problem is it comes from this. It is a very um, tribalistic community thing to shame as punishment. So, like, that's a, that's a thing that humankind has always done. Mm-hmm. But then when you add the technology is when it gets sticky. So what they were talking about was in, like, medieval times, if you're in a community of, like, 500 people, for the most part, you know everybody mm-hmm. that you need to know. And if someone gets shamed, everyone goes into the town. They throw tomatoes. They tar, whatever they need to do to them, they do to them. They have to look each other in the eye. Mm-hmm. They know each other. Yeah. And so it cre- it's, it's very personal. And, and, but then when it's done, it's done. So when the mayor comes out or the guy with the crown comes out and says, all right, it's done. Everyone has to put down the tomatoes. And and then you're reintroduced back into society, depending on what you did. Right. Whereas with cancel culture now, it's everyone has a tomato and they're all throwing it from different parts of the world whenever they feel like. Oh shit! Sorry. I'm fucking it. All right. <laughs> Podcast over. It's ruined. Um, no, everyone's everyone's throwing tomatoes whenever they feel like mm-hmm. it, and no one. Your standard for being like, okay, guys, it's it's over, is completely different than another person's standard. Mm-hmm. And maybe even even your standard, maybe people wouldn't even be canceling someone in the first place. Like maybe there's some people who don't want to cancel Cosby or Weinstein or whatever. Yeah. So it, I think that's the issue is that there's nobody who, no one person to say, all right, guys, this needs to stop now. Do we need a person to do that? I mean, to bang the gavel and be like, canceled, move on. I think what's going to happen or not canceled. I think what's going to happen is we're going to we're going to have a more accepting and understanding society after the dust settles. Hmm. So, um you remember you remember do you know how fuck what happened to uh, Elvis? No. All right. So Elvis was like the first rock star. Like our idea of it now um is diluted relative to Elvis. Hmm. He was the first guy to be that famous as a musician it was it was like an out of you know like he's getting on stage performing and women are throwing before before elvis being that famous was was there anything else he was the first of his kind kind of like the beatles was the first boy band okay so it's just a first right there was he's just blazing a trail essentially and do you want me to wait no it's fine okay so he's blazing this trail right he does the coke, he cheats on his wife, he gets mm. fat, he does. He makes all the mistakes. I was listening to Bill Burr talk about mm. it. He's like, but Elvis made all the mistakes so that now you can look back and be like, oh, here are the pitfalls. Mm. Uh, fucking Richard Pryor, the cocaine, setting yourself on fire, all the issues he had. You can look at him trailblaze for you and learn. Mm. So, so I think that what's going to happen is younger people are going to realize like we... We're all stupid, and we all have these videos of ourselves when we were like 13, 14. Yeah. And there's going to be this like Mexican standoff. Nah, that's a little aggressive. The, um, a mutual destruction. You know, you know mutual destruction? 
No. This is just bouncing all over the place. Yeah. Okay, so mutual fine. mutual destruction is what we have with what we have with like the Soviets during the um the Cold post, War. Yeah, during the Cold War. It's both people have nukes. Mm. If someone lets off a nuke, the other person's gonna let off a nuke and the world's over, mm-hmm. mutual destruction. So I'm not gonna shoot my shit, you don't shoot your shit, and we'll keep living. Hmm. Okay. And so I think that's kind of what m- will happen, hopefully, with this younger generation. They're going to see our generation, the first to have, to grow up with social media. Yeah. And they're going to see, like, oh, this is these are the pitfalls. Let's just not fall into these. It seems like instead of going to actual war, we're getting into, like, social media wars yeah. now. Yeah. And, and the sides are, you're either liberal or conservative. And it seems like, yeah. you know. What is, is that, yeah. what do you think about that? Um... I don't know, man. It, it just it just seems weird because it's like, well, what happens to the people in the middle? There, I don't think like the, we're not going to be forced to choose sides, right? Because I consider myself somewhere more in the middle. I think. When, are you talking about like voting? No, and I, I, I can give a fuck about voting, honestly. Then I think that you don't have an issue if you're not worried about voting and mm-hmm. the actual politics of it. Yeah. You can continue to be in the middle. Right, but if you're talking about voting, yeah, th- then no, because th- now that affects your society and, and and what you want the society to be. Yes, and there's okay. a side now, and I think I it makes me very sad mm-hmm. to say this, but it has gotten to a point where, first off, before I even say this, I can't stand that yeah. uh, de- the Democrats. I don't like them for oh. what I, I don't. You didn't know that? No, I can't fucking stand them. I'm super. You don't like any of them, right? Obama's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean specific. Uh, um, specific I, candidates. I, I. I mean, like you, I, you don't like a party. No, I don't like it as a party. You don't like any party, though. You don't like. No. The, you don't like the Republicans so or, or the, the Democrats. Democrats. No. Okay. Um, I, I. I can. I can roll with this right now. I think the Democrats are a. It's like. Gun to your head. Do mm-hmm. you want someone to shit on your face or shit on your chest? Mm. It's like I mean I don't want anyone to shit on me at all, but if if I'm gonna pick one, it's gonna be the one that will be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter, I guess. Like, Uh, fine. If if that's the bar, then I'll you have to you have to find somewhere where where they're actually they're gonna help you in some sort of way. Yeah, it's like what do I remember? I was um, advertising on Omegle, Mm -hmm. and this this guy popped up, and it was like Trump or Biden, and I'm an idiot, so sometimes I indulge in it, and I'm like. Uh, I, I voted for Biden. He's like, well, why are you a fucking idiot? Uh, and I said, um, I said, no. Well, yeah, but no. <laughs> I <laughs> said, I'm an idiot for other reasons. There's plenty of reasons <laughs> yeah. to call me an idiot, but yeah. this is not one of them. Yeah. But no, I said, uh, I said, look, I don't like Biden. I don't like the Democratic Party at all. Mm. Um, but this other side is saying that my life doesn't matter yeah. and is supporting people that kill my family and friends and mm-hmm. my community. So just for my own self-interest, like I'm gonna vote for this side, and he he was one of those guys who wasn't trolling. Like he really thought he was gonna like outsmart me or whatever. Oh, and so he was like, "Yeah, all right, that's fair." Yeah. <laughs> like I no, it's just my self-interest it's, it's, at this it's, point. It's what you feel. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in a second mm-hmm. when the sun's not in my face. My bad. I'm so sorry, dude. No, dude, you're fine. It's cool. Yeah. I it's not your fault. You don't control the sun. You look like you're in Castaway. <laughs> you're always that's that's like 90% of that movie is, is Tom, it, just, Cr- Tom Hanks <laughs> staring Tom out with his hand over his yeah. forehead when he's not talking to a volleyball he's he's fucking squinting out as into a matter of fact even when he's in the middle of the ocean spoiler and like the ball goes away from oh. Wilson he's like 
Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> He's doing that thing too, just looking. It's just yeah. His eyes got super squinty after that. Yeah. Movie. Anyway, what were we gonna say, man? Um, shit, I forgot. Uh, I can keep rambling about this um, bullshit. Oh anymore. no, no. no. Bef- okay, so 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 that anybody listening here, if it, if it isn't Nick Lanny and if it isn't any of our friends, <laughs> um, Aaron Chase is a stand-up comedian. Hey. Okay. Um, he's a very funny guy. I I, I met you about two and a half years ago. I would say. Fuck off. Has it been that long? You feel like that's long? I feel like we've known each other longer for some reason. I mean, like, COVID has fucked me up with my perception of time. So one week versus one month versus two years, it all feels uh, amorphous now. But but I think it does feel longer, but Mm -hmm. it's also weird to think it has been two years. Yeah, it's it's been uh, about two and a half years, I think, when I had started doing stand-up. It was like the beginning of 2018 yeah um and uh so aaron chase is is one of the one of the founders of the buddy system yeah i don't know what what do you what do you call it a founder a creator creator he's one of the dudes from the buddy system he runs he helps run the the buddy system he hosts he pre-pandemic uh used to put up shows and open mics all over the not over the place all over riverside and they and they helped create and build this scene, this comedy scene here in the in the IE, which is completely helpful for people like me who wanted to start doing stand up. And now I have a scene to go to instead of going to LA and getting turned down and <laughs> and and feeling uh, like like there's just no supportive community. Mm-hmm. Like we literally made a community out of this, and and it's. I, as far as my era, because I know there's been different eras of of the <laughs> IE comedy scene. Yeah. But as far as my era, like what I, I think that that's, that was the most helpful thing that that could have happened to me, wanting to start doing comedy. I felt included. I felt like I was part of a of a of a of a club. You know, like and yeah. I had felt like um, like a part of a community. I felt welcome. I felt like you know because like i was able to be i was I, I felt like i was able to build on my career i guess yeah like it, it it opened the door for me to be able to start and um i think i think the buddy system is very responsible for that like for a com the way the comedy scene is well, thank you and but then COVID fucked it all up like honestly <laughs> like it, the community feels a little weird right now um you know it just feels like well people are going other places which is fine people need to i think that i think that COVID helped it you think so in the long run which i can elaborate i guess i should have probably elaborated you on can. this is a podcast you, can. you absolutely can um yeah i think i've come to realize i don't know Car- carlos what do you, tell me if this is accurate or if i'm up my own ass right now what's up i think i have a pretty big energy about me and that my energy can kind of dictate the vibe of a room yes Okay, I that's not, I, am I, I not crazy? But but that's just because you're up top, you know? Or do you mean like anytime you go up? N- most situations I'm in, it feels like my energy is dictating the room. No. Okay. Hell no. So I'm just up my own ass. You're putting yourself on too high of a pedestal, sir. It's, it's no, when I'm not, not around comics. I mean like around normal people. 
Um, You've never seen me like around in at work or anything. Huh? No, why would I? Would, that makes know, sense. I'm just follow you. you know? <laughs> Don't mind me, you guys. I'm just gonna, I'm, just, well, I'm just watching Aaron work here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how I'm on a work study. Well, like, I want to see what deaf people yeah. are. Like. Are they really as racist <laughs> as he says? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they just wouldn't say anything because they probably couldn't hear. I'm going to rephrase that because it does sound like my own ass. Um, I think I have a big personality. Okay. Is that fair? <laughs> sure. I, I think I think everybody does. but um, I think comedians do. My my Okay. My only thing is is I, I know you in the comedy scene. Yeah. All right. So I know you as the dude that barks. I know you as the dude that hosts. I know you the, uh, the comedian that goes up and does comedy. Yeah. That's what I know you as. So, uh, yeah. Im- imagine, imagine my vibe, but around not comedians in school and mm. work, like people where pl- places where people wear ties. You know what I mean? And they uh, have nine to five. Like I don't match that. No energy at all. It's 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 completely contrast. Right. And because I'm so there's something about me so like brash around those people. There's there's a lot of people that really don't like it. And it's funny, like I I, I don't think people realize how much I don't actually like hurting people's feelings. Mm. I I don't care what someone thinks about me as much as I care about their feelings. Okay. Um and I'm rambling off on a whole tangent. What we um though the buddy system. So I think that when I first came in, I had my the the vibe felt like it was dictated for me, and I didn't. I was a new comic, also trying to learn how to run shows. Yeah. So I didn't know how to make the scene in a way that was that great. I don't think. I I, I think that it was too wild. It wasn't. A, there wasn't enough control over it, and I just didn't know how to do that. Hmm. And then time of learning and working with George and Will is, I think, improved that a lot. And then COVID has helped me a lot because now when um now when i'm at a show it feels like the vibe is better it's more playful it's about comedy now yeah it's not about hey uh, because we realize the importance of stage time i'm thinking of a particular moment oh really yeah yeah this is going all over the place i'm sorry bro uh (laughs) it's fine it's completely fine all right before you were around Mm -hmm. there was a point when i was really depressed Mm. and i remember being at brooks it was one of the lower points of it being at brooks bar in the parking lot uh sitting there and i wasn't trying to bother anybody Mm. i didn't want anyone to know i was sad or upset or whatever so i was i was just quiet and the people that were around, I can't remember who it was, but it got awkward. Mm. And they were like, what's wrong, man? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Like, mm-hmm. just go do your thing. And so I feel like that because me, George, and Will are like the driving force of it, mm-hmm. our energy is what um, rubs off on how people take the community in. Mm. Did that make sense? Sort of. I will get back on track eventually, Carlos. <laughs> It's fine. Was that weed good? No, it wasn't good. It was a free. <laughs> it, was free it was a free free roll. Was, was it really? No, I'm joking. Um, it's great. Oh, okay, fantastic. Maybe I should. Sh- shout outs to Stizzy. Yeah, clearly. Uh, <laughs> let's get sponsored, bro. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. What? Uh, let's. Can we get on? The all, track? Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so he's a comedian, and you are. Uh, are you still doing the street stand up? Yeah. Okay. How yeah. often do you go out? Not as often because I'm doing it in Riverside. Oh. And it's it's scary. Downtown Riverside? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I think I went once with you. Uh, it's different now. 
It's even worse. Uh, it's scarier. D- uh, better. Different. Better. Better, but it's still downtown Riverside. It's it's a city, man. Yeah, like it's fully gentrified. It's crazy. People are fucking out and popping right now. Uh, and did I tell you about the, the militant uh, black Jesus knife people? No. All right. So militant, militant black Jesus people. Yeah. So you've seen those people that wear like, um, they wear like rugs and shit. Like they cut the top open and they they drape it over their front and their back, and it has the dangly shit on it. It looks like uh, Aladdin's carpet. Never seen. Wearing it. You never seen the shit. Hold on. Let me. Let me see this. Wait, do you? Well, I don't think you can see anymore. Stupid ass son. Um, I'm gonna. It's hard to type shit and also speak to you. Oh, um, it's fine. Oh goddamn it! This Whatever. is going. This is going off the rails. Yeah. So there's people who wear carpets. So yeah. So they're out there preaching about Jesus, right? So okay. I, I go out there. Uh, White people. They're black. Oh. So I go out there and I'm doing my street stand up thing. And nobody's there. I'm just, I'm literally nobody's there. I didn't mm-hmm. have an audience. And when I don't have an audience, I just sit there quietly. Um, I don't bother anybody because I'm not trying to bother anybody. And I don't want that type of energy. Like you don't see someone walking by and be like, hey, you want to? No, no. If no okay. one's there, like if my girlfriend's there and I'm not talking to her, or if my girlfriend's not there, I'll just sit there quietly. And just think? Think or just wait. And it looks strange. But yeah. eventually it's such a weird thing to see. That somebody always wants to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and so this guy comes up to me. I think he's like Mexican. He comes up and he's wearing like this weird fake crown. And yeah. And he's like, hey, man, uh, how do you feel about um, the uh, the a- Asian people? Because it was right after the shooting at the nail salon. Oh. And I said, I, I don't know, man. I, just, I don't think you should kill people. I think I said something like that. And he was like, well, you know, the Asian community doesn't care about the black community. And he just started going off. And I was like, that's really weird. It's a thing. I'll explain it afterwards. Wow. Yeah. You don't know about that? Uh, I'll tell you about that shit. Um, But he goes off on the Asian community. And I'm like, no, man, I'm just saying like, like, I just don't think you should kill. Yeah. Like people (laughs) shouldn't die. Yeah. Just don't don't go. Don't shoot up any place. Nowhere. Yeah. Just don't do that. Uh, And. I realized pretty quick that he wasn't looking for um, logic. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't going to convince him of shit. So I just started making fun of him and poking fun of him. <laughs> and okay. it's him and these two other guys. One of them being like this weird bodyguard, like this Rasta bodyguard. He's not saying anything. He's not smiling. And the other one is like pinnacle old black man of what mm. I was saying before, uh, my joke. Mm. And I'm talking with them, and they're like, upset about they're talking about jesus and shit Mm. and i come to realize they're one of those guys that gets the microphones and yells at people on the street so they go out there megaphones mm -hmm, the megaphones and shit and one of them uh threatens me with a knife he has uh they all have knives they have these like big like crocodile dundee knives and he by the way when i say threaten i'm making it sound like he came hey punk like Like this the 80s like no he didn't take it out when i hear threaten i I mean like Pushed no, you on no, the on no. the on the wall and had the knife to your throat and say say something else, motherfucker. No, I, I yeah. he turned into Samuel Jackson. So he kind of just showed you. Yeah, yeah. I, I which speak is hyperbolic. Which is That's a threat. It's a threat. It's a fucking threat. As far as I'm concerned. Is. So I said it on the mic, like just so you guys know, uh, this man just threatened me with a knife. Like yeah. I want everyone to be aware <laughs> yeah. of what's going on. Wow. And I realized, like, all right, now this is a this is a mental game I got to play with them. Uh-huh. If I show too much weakness. Uh huh. 
then they're going to try to overpower me because more of them started coming. It got to the point where there was like, I'm not even exaggerating. I'm really not exaggerating here. Like 10 to 15 guys lined up on the street. Damn. All these different black and Mexican dudes, and they're all screaming about Jesus and how Jesus hates white people, basically. Oh, wow. And I'm. it was like writing this line because now if I don't stand my ground and mm-hmm. kind of poke fun and make sure that they know like I'm not you're not going to bully me. Yeah. Then they're going to they're going to try to take advantage and they're going to they're going to get like even more bold. Mm. But if I push it too far, then we have a real issue. Yeah, then you're going to get stabbed. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. There's yeah. people like that on Riverside? There's people like that everywhere, man. <sighs> everywhere. And so so, these, what, so what happened? It's frustrating. So what I did was I would make fun of them. I uh-huh. think I called uh the old black I called him like homeless Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like guys guys just so you know i'm fucking with you yeah. like i would let them know over and over like guys i'm fucking with you ultimately i probably agree with a lot of what you're probably saying yeah but just know like this is my role here you have your passion on mine then i go back to telling jokes fucking around i tell points where i disagree with them and i say that but i say it respectfully mm-hmm. so it's about i just a lot of jumping back and forth okay and um then I could tell like half of them were reasonable enough to be like, okay, he's funny and we agree with him. He's being chill. And then the other half were furious. Mm-hmm. And so luckily the half that were chill, I think, calmed the other half down. Okay. Yeah. So I just don't, I'm just not going to go out there on Saturdays. I think that's when they go out there. That's when, the, when they come out, you're. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I've been only been going Fridays. Okay. That's cool, man. Is it, are we still off the rails, Carlos? Well, a little bit. No, I might have smoked a little too. I'm gonna keep smoking though. Yeah, yeah of course. I don't. Man. I don't really care. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Like it's it's okay. So you're um. Stupid. I want. I wanted you. <laughs> <laughs> I would never call you that, Aaron. You stupid. You are not. Like yeah. you actually have a degree. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> what is it? Technically speaking, you're you're not stupid. You have a piece on of paper. Pa- I'm very you smart. A, you have a pa- paper with a stamp on it that says "not stupid" on yep, it. Yep. Do you think there could be people with degrees that are stupid? Yes, there are do many think, people. With do you degrees think those people end up in charge of shit that affects us? Yes, like Fauci. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> I don't. I, you know what? I don't know anything about Fauci. I didn't know any anyone until the pandemic hit. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even know who the who the who the California's governor was dude had no clue i still get confused with names like i have to google there's so many people yeah um but how do i feel about fauci sure let's go there uh let's go with fauci i feel the same way i feel about sean white the snowboarder i don't know anything about snowboarding and i know nothing about vaccinations so i'm gonna listen to both of those guys if they're gonna talk about it sean white's gonna talk about vaccinations (laughs) Fucking wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> we need to we need to contact Sean White yeah, now yeah, he and, and ask him what he thinks of the vaccination. He's definitely well versed in vaccination <laughs> and, and ripping total knock. You mean you mean if, if he starts talking about snowboarding, you're gonna be like, Oh, okay, if I want to know about snowboarding, might as well know about this dude. What I'm saying is what I'm saying is there's um the people don't people because they have Google, they don't respect that other people know shit. So yeah. like okay if you if Tony Hawk started talking about skateboarding yeah and was trying to explain how to ollie mm-hmm. and I was next to Tony Hawk and I was like well I looked this up on YouTube <laughs> I got this 
I did my research. Do your fucking research. You'd be like, shut the fuck up, Aaron. Yeah. And well, let's watch Tony Hawk be Tony or, Hawk. Or to be like, sorry, Tony, I gotta let this dude show me how to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I need to quick. watch him bust yeah. his ass right now. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so people, I think that what's good about college, Will Henderson and I talked about this. What's good about college is it shows you what you don't know. Mm. It's you. You realize like. Stand-up comedy. You ever met someone where you're like, hey, I'm a stand-up comic. And then they say, oh, they, they say, be funny. Do something funny. All the time. Yeah, or... or um, Every yeah, single time, I, almost. I'm only funny with my friends. Like, I'm only funny off the top mm-hmm. or whatever. You hear all that same dumb shit because yeah, yeah. they have no idea what they're talking about. Uh-huh. So when Fauci is the goddamn Dave Chappelle of vaccines, he's the top guy. Mm-hmm. He probably knows what he's talking about. What, what, do, you, what do you think of, of, of him having this... L- this level four lab in china and they were working on COVID, and he let it go wait what he released it have you ever heard of that what have you heard that shit before no i don't even know what you just said to so me. Did, did, oh, okay, all right so this comes <laughs> what he said i don't know what you just said to me <laughs> yeah. words um okay have you heard the conspiracy i don't know if it's a conspiracy but there's a theory okay either uh, of where the where covid originated from uh-huh. and there's a lot of scientists you know um who are speculating that it was leaked from a uh, from a lab uh-huh. like it was wuhan china acci- lab accidental exposure okay from a from a and that fauci was in charge of that lab why would fauci be in charge so of a wuhan can, china so lab I, okay I've heard I've heard a lot of theories and I never once fact checked it, okay, at all. I'm trying so to. So this, this is what people said. Okay. So they said that he he was working on this virus, um, over here in the states, and they cut his funding, so he ended up taking his information and taking all of his research and moved it to a lab in Wuhan, China. Okay. And that's where it broke out. You know. I think that uh, this being the next through line of the MCU is really starting to jump the shark. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Oh. That's all right. <laughs> Fuck you. Let me bomb like let me bomb like a man, Carlos. Let me bomb like a fucking man. All right, let me take one to the chin. All right, all right. Um, but <laughs> okay. Why? Why would he do that? Yeah, there's no reason. That's why I don't. I don't believe what they're saying. Who is I they? Just, Where just, the fuck are you getting? This I, from? Have, I have like coworkers. Oh, like construction workers? Um, no, I don't work construction. What do you do again? Uh, I drive a forklift. That sounds like construction to me. No, it's distribution. So that was actually a good. Okay, that was actually a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about what you do, mm-hmm. and I already sound like a, a fucking idiot when I talk to you about it. Mm. Right? Like when I hear forklift, I think construction worker. And no. What? That doesn't make you stupid. Well, it does make me stupid, but it makes it it makes it this is hard to describe to people. It's like it does not make me stupid to not know about that. Mm. I just don't know about that. Right, right, right. Okay. I don't know anything about vaccines. He knows about that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me stupid. He, right. he there's no way Dr. Fauci is going to do stand up or do sign language. We just, we just we just listen to too many people that haven't studied. What it is is people want to I think people want to believe what they want to believe what Mm -hmm. makes them feel good it's like uh religion and spirituality i think the problem is is when you're wanting to feel good affects other people 
Let me elaborate. Mm-hmm. I will elaborate. Uh, th- we're both uh, spiritual and gay, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't want to be spiritual and gay? <laughs> Wait, why'd you why'd like Nazax? Little Nazax. Why did you throw gay in there? Because you, we just every time I talk to you, gay gets brought up, and it's funny to me. It's but, become a bit now for me. Is it? You're, you get you talk about gay people a lot, bro. Do I really? Yeah, you call things gay a lot. No, you know, I don't. Yeah, man. You know that's not, dude. I, okay, yesterday I was on stage, yeah. and there was a gay person heckling me. I didn't even bring it up once. You just brought up now, though. I know, but I'm just I'm just trying to tell you that it doesn't always happen. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm fucking around. But um, stop telling people I'm homophobic. Yeah, I'm not saying you're homophobic. I'm just fuck, saying you man. bring up being gay a lot. Okay, I, do I really? Yeah. Why do you, Why do you think that is? Because it's something new and different, and I think that you were raised in a in a way that was pushed you away from new and different. But I yeah. think around the comedy community, it makes you curious. Like you've been asking me about this police stuff and history stuff, which I assume we'll get to eventually. Yeah. Um, and I think. I think well, that yeah. Let me, let me put it like this: I I grew up being shown one side yeah of the whole story. So now that I'm kind of away from that, mm-hmm. I'm ready to see the rest of it, and I want to see other people's point of views, and because it, I I think it's a sad way of, of of going about your life where you only get shown one side and one thing, you don't see any other perspective. I think that's you're you're wasting your brain i agree. you know like y- you have so much room I-, I i feel i mean despite how much weed i smoke i feel like i have <laughs> there's enough room in my brain to learn as much about people that i care about yeah you know so it's like every everyone came from different backgrounds than me like not everybody i think the, mo- the someone that i relate to the most as far as how i grew up is probably nick lanny yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you know? Nick Lanny, by the way. Me too. I, I love him, and I'm glad he's helping me. He's so he's so helpful, and he's willing to to yeah, right. Nick Laney has so much heart. This is oh, I'm about to make a comparison that I hope is not perceived as an insult. Say it. It's a big compliment. He's listening. Say it, <sighs> Nick Laney. This is a compliment because I know people can flip it, but he reminds me of Rudy. Uh, the baseball movie? Ba- uh, football. Sports movie? It's a sports movie. Is that the one where they carry him on the shoulders and go, yeah, Rudy? Yeah, 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 Rudy. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen the movie, but I know that. I uh, It's been a long time since I've seen it, so maybe this... Is he special? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that's that's Cuba Gooden Jr. in oh, uh, that's radio. radio. Radio, that's radio. Well, then maybe they did you never go for- full retard, yeah, bro. You never do that. <laughs> Um, is it like no, so Angels in the Outfield? It's it's about it's about a guy the who, rookie of the year. Fuck man, there's so many movies. Yeah, um, it's about a guy who uh, wants to play football at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and he's not. Everyone's like everyone doesn't believe in him. People don't like don't believe him, and this is already making this sound like an insult. I'm so sorry, Nick. This is not what I mean. We believe in you, but but he there's this like strength about Nick, mm. this resilience that i admire so much he has so much heart yeah um and i think that and just in the past the past however many years i've known nick i've just seen him change like we i've <laughs> i've been talking about uh uh leather jacket nick oh yeah have you did you know nick before leather jacket nick i think so yeah it, there's a, like a shift there and mm-hmm. i don't know how to describe it he's clearly on his own journey yeah but it's uh it's just interesting to see like seeing people change is, yeah. is cool I, I feel like um 
I feel like I, I relate my upbringing is a lot similar to, to Nick's, but Nick's is a little bit more more drastic. Is it? But well, actually, not really, because I bought into yeah the church thing. Did Nick- like Nick Nick bought into the relationship part with 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 the Lord. Mm-hmm. I bought into the whole system, the totalitarian, the <laughs> the. I'm going to lead worship. I'm going to be a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Like I got that involved. And I think Nick was like a member. He he took the good parts of it. Yeah. So like imagine Nick's upbringing mm-hmm. except Nick was black. That's you? That's me. Okay. So I took what I hope was the best parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um but I was black. Yeah. So I was and I, I was vocal. I think I think when when Nick fully snaps and he grows a beard out and all that stuff. <laughs> when he goes full leather jacket. When Nick he is. goes full leather. Fucking Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> Nick yeah. Lanny. When he pulls up on a on a chopper. Uh, yeah, he's he's gonna be re- relentlessly good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I can't wait for that to happen. You know? Like and, and if if he wants to okay. I'll also I'll put it like this. If Nick wants to be the comic he wants to be, then he's he can go ahead and do that. You know, I think so. and and I think eventually, um, things might change for him. You know, or or they might not, or like I mean, I mean, his persona might change. He's just who he is. Is I, you know, I've been trying to work on not being a persona on stage. Mm. I don't know if you've been doing that or not, but like, do I have a persona? I don't think so. I don't. Th- the guy that talks about gays all the time. <laughs> I think um, what I've been learning recently is is working on being um loose <coughs> i was really rigid about my ship mm. super rigid and so now now i think i understand that aspect and that angle of it yeah um, so now i'm working on loosening it up and being more natural like natural that's the word how how long have you been doing stand-up uh consistently i think it's been about five six years nice yeah it does it makes me feel like i'm not good enough but you're you if you analyze your, you know, trajectory, y- y- you can definitely see improvement, right? Yeah. Oh no, I've totally Absolutely, improved. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. You, you notice that last night? Because last night we did the riff off, and afterwards we were hanging out. Did you notice how quiet I was last night? Yes. Yeah. I have nothing to say for what happened to to you. Like, if, as far as you know, how, how the guys were teasing you because you did the wrong thing at an open mic. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I was I was just like, dude, we're all gonna do the wrong things at shows. We're all gonna do the wrong things at open mics. Like it's just like none of us fucking have it figured out. How dare you guys? I it it doesn't bother me. It bothered I, me it, a little it, bit. It, it, it bothered me because it is embarrassing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> on a, yeah, just on a on a purely embarrassment level. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me because they were teasing you. Because yeah, I can I it, can tell the difference between someone who gives a fuck about me and who's just giving me shit yeah and someone who has a more sinister right that's what um the black shit i was saying about that before Mm -hmm. when i was saying like i you were saying ignorance is bliss right yeah i was saying that i think that knowledge is power and power leads to freedom Mm. and i want to be i want a sense of freedom and i feel that more now that for lack of a better word, white people have put their cards all on the table. Mm. So now it's like, it's let me, it's validated my feelings all these years uh, where 
man, I'm telling you, for the longest time, I thought I was out of my mind. I thought it was really crazy. Mm. So you thought you were like the only one that was going through these things or that it was all in your head because that's what people were telling you? <clears throat> sort of, yeah. Like, it. imagine you're getting... You're getting profiled. You're a kid. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have a life experience to, to articulate your feelings. And a lot of these feelings are gut feelings. Mm. And you're trying, to, um, you're trying to explain it to people who have never experienced it. Like, you, your mouth is agape at the stories I tell you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, mine aren't even that bad. And right. so, so, like, imagine trying to explain that to people. And everyone, everyone, adults... And kids, everyone is telling you like, no, 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 that's not true. What you what you experience isn't what you experience. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, my experience is not valid, is not real. Really? And then couple that with <clears throat> people in the black community saying that I'm acting white. So I'm not. I'm not. Um, white people aren't getting like, no, 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 bad shits happening to me. And then black people are pushing me away. And not that's. An- Sort of like they're like not enough. I'm not acting. Shit has happened to you. No, the, well, well, you're just not acting black enough. Both. I think <laughs> that a lot of people don't understand that just because someone lives in the suburbs does not mean they're rich, right? And oh yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, and if you look different, it it almost is worse hmm. because now you're going through this struggle that everyone else has been going through, and you're fucking alone, mm-hmm. and then. On that personal level, my family is my family, and I don't even really feel like getting into it. It is what it is, but basically not supportive or didn't communicate enough there. Mm. So when you go home, you're not getting that support. You go to school, you're not getting that support. You go to church, you're not getting that support. You go out into the world in general, you're not getting that support. And everyone's and you're loud like me, mm-hmm. and everyone's telling you that what you're experiencing isn't real. It makes you. It makes you really like start to snap. Yeah, you start to think like, "Oh, is it me?" Yeah, like, "What the fuck am I doing that is causing all of this?" Right. And so now that now that the the cards are all laid out, now that it's like, "Oh, okay, no, 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 those gut feelings were real." Mm -hmm. I'm I'm tweaking it now. Now I have to like recalibrate my brain to navigate the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And so going back to to. hanging out in the teasing and shit it's like i i love those guys right and i know where they're coming from and i know that that one the the meditation thing has made me realize like well it's a it's an in the moment situation mm-hmm. in the moment no that can feel shitty but right now is not then yeah and so i've tried to practice that um but is that it's also that it's helpful like i learn a lot not from uh alec or jonathan those both of y'all can y'all niggas can eat a dick (laughs) uh talking all that shit Uh, don't get on on stage consistently niggas (laughs) you guys make that word sound so much fun it's a lot of fun but Uh, i I won't get i won't go there oh thank you um but but kj still fuck you too but kj uh does help a lot Mm. like the, the, the reason I'm frustrated at where I'm at skill-wise from six years is because I don't think we had enough older people to look up to. Hmm. So when you, when you move to L.A. or you move to New York or Texas, I guess now, and you have people that have been doing it for years that are consistently or where they already made the scene, 
Now you have people to look up to, mm-hmm. and you have people to learn from, and get better, right? But because I started, not I, me, George, and Will, basically, we started our own scene. I can't speak. I won't speak on George and Will, mm-hmm. but I was not good. I was. I was. I was basically a, a like, three month to five month open micer by that point mm-hmm. at skill imagine your first three to five months and you're running the shows oh, everyone's God. everyone's like yelling at you all the time they're telling you you're doing everything wrong they're telling <clears throat> you to quit they're telling you, you suck people told you to quit oh all the time man really all the time why uh because they hated me do you not know what happened just because you were running everything and because they felt like you didn't do the the due diligence, you didn't pay your dues <laughs> to no, get there. Is that what? I, I don't. I can't believe you don't know about this shit. All right. So, do you know what the the scene was like before the buddy system? No. So basically, no idea. Um, basically, there was there was the uh, Kings of Riverside, Kings of IE, I think is what they called themselves, and this was around. Do you you've heard of Rick Rome, right? No. You ever heard of Rick Rome? No. God damn it. So there was a Rick Rome era. Uh, that was, I think, two, I don't know, man. They were older guys, right? They were doing their whole thing. Have you heard of Liam's Irish Pub? God damn Wait, is this in Riverside? Uh, Riverside, San Bernardino, Marino Valley. That okay. The IE. All right. So there was that era, right? And then it was dry. There was just nothing, nobody really. And there was like... A mixed mic. There was the poetry thing and back to the grind. Mm. Uh, then I showed up and I got God damn. Oh, I'll tell this story again. <laughs> so I showed up and I got um, I got the with a manager of the Hideaway to let me put on an open mic. Mm. And I said I want to do comedy, obviously. Um, and and so he he just throws me to the wolves. So he didn't tell anybody that the, anything was changing. Mm-hmm. N- no explanation. He was just like, "Have fun," and, <laughs> and so the first night, the first open mic, I booked a, a, f- a headliner feature. Feature, yeah, yeah. yeah. Headliner, okay. I booked a I booked a, a girl to to feature, and I um, I was running all of it myself. And the it was my sound, sound the hosting, hosting, getting everyone's names together. Wow. Uh, and it was a mess. And the mic prior, the, the, it was on a Tuesday night. And I started it earlier on mm-hmm. purpose because I had a feeling there was no communication. So the people who were running the music mic came. They got in my face. Musicians kept coming throughout the entire show, getting like screaming at me, being like, who the fuck are you, bro? I don't know who you are. Why the fuck are you here? And I was like, Dave... Said I can I can run a mic. <laughs> Wait a second. So was it? It was like double booked. Like they or they were just like they they had been running a mic and uh-huh. I asked I asked the manager like Hey man, can I run this mic? And he's like Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's like Yeah, just go for it. And I was yeah. like All right, cool. And I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. And it was never explained to anybody. I I tried to advertise as much as possible, but this yeah. is pre George. Hmm. This is before there's the Instagram setup. Before there was any flyers, all of that. I I was chalking up Riverside, and I got a citation from downtown Riverside. There's a picture on, um, I think on the buddy system. Er, like one of the first pictures is a it's a bunch of people's names just hmm. chalked right outside of the hideaway. So they're getting all in my face, and then 
there's this comedian. I'm not gonna say his name anymore. I'm I'm, I'm not saying people's names anymore. Okay. I think it's a bad idea. All right. So fair. there's this comedian there who was also a bouncer. He was fucking huge. He played basketball in China. I think I can guess who it is just by that. You could absolutely. Like, there's like who the fuck else would it be if you know who I am? But does, does it remind me? Uh, am I supposed to be reminded of chocolate right now? Is <laughs> that the guy? Yeah. yeah that's okay. The guy. <laughs> So, so, and now everybody knows who we're talking about. Yeah, every, yeah, but without the name. So I didn't know him. Right. Um, Woo. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't know me. Okay. I was just imagine it. Like I was yeah. just a guy. Everyone's screaming at me. The show's running is going to shit, in my opinion, because I, it's everything. Mm-hmm. And this guy comes up. And he's like, and by the way, I put the the headliner up. So mm-hmm. the show was over. And he comes up as the headliner's performing, yeah. and he's like, "Let me sign up." up. No, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't say, "Can I get, let, let me, me sign up? up. I want to go up." And I was like, "I'm oh, sorry, man. We just finished. Well, I'm going to do this every week, man. Nigga, I want to go up." And I was like, I, "I'm sorry, man. Like, it's, it's literally it's over. Like, we're going to do it every week, though. I'm gonna be, and then whatever." And then he walks away. And I was with my girlfriend, her younger sister, and my two buddies who were like in theater and mm. weren't going to be able to do shit. So we packed everything <clears throat> up. Everyone's, I basically got screamed at all night. <laughs> by the performers? By the, I got screamed at by comics. I got screamed at by musicians. I got screamed at by just audience members. And they were just saying like, who the fuck are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Because I, no one explained it. I just ended up with the show. Mm. And so... <laughs> So I go upstairs up to the hideaway, you know, when you go up the stairs, and dude's there with two henchmen who are smaller than him. It was like, it was Everybody's like. Everybody's smaller than that guy. Everyone is smaller than him. Yeah. And he had two other guys who were bigger than me, but smaller than him. <laughs> Medium. Yeah. And I'm with my girlfriend, sister, and it's like, this is not good. Mm. And so he's, he's like yelling at me. I remember him saying, like, stay in your lane, nigga. Like, stay in your lane. And mm. and I, I, I he was screaming at me, and I was like, "All right." And I just walked. Away. I was just like, the, "Call me a put." Really? I'm gonna fight this guy? Are, no. you, are you out of your mind? No one should ever fight that man. Yeah. Well, maybe MMA fighters or whatever. Maybe. But maybe George Fra- Francis, <laughs> Francis and Ganu. Yeah. Fucking Stephen Roth with his ankle breaking that he's been doing. I mean, but even then, it's, it's, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And I'm with my girlfriend. Like, it's just not a good uh, situation. So I walk away and I call I call the manager and I'm like, hey, man, here's everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you dealt with all of that? And, he, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be there next week. No, well, he, <laughs> he said um, he was really happy that I wasn't bothering him all night. Oh. He said he was glad that it, it was a it was a shit show. Yeah, but it, he was like, at least you didn't, bot, like you did your best. That's yeah. all I asked for. And um, I love this guy. He's very very supportive. How supportive is this? He's very supportive. S- he's I, same owner of the uh, Brooks Bar. I, I saw you see him and you guys hugged and I felt good. Every yeah, man. it was it was beautiful. To he see. he has gone out of his way yeah to make sure that this is successful, and so. He, um, so that was the very first mic. And then for months, damn near years after that, like you, you've seen a lot of people come and go. Mm-hmm. A lot more have come and gone that really? you haven't seen. And there are point, like, I remember there's one time early on where, um, I got this whiteboard. I, I was still doing everything. You heard about the story? 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Joe Beltran <laughs> has a picture on Instagram. Oh, he does. Did you see it? <laughs> no, what is it? Dude, all right, let me pull it up. Yeah, but we'll keep going. So I put out this whiteboard, and I, I came from a theater background and uh, improv background. And theater people and improv people aren't like comedians. They're, they're like theater people have a weird organization about themselves like usually like some gay dude will get up and be like all right everybody let's we're gonna be uh this group go over here this group go over here oh shit <laughs> get the fuck out of here Yo, let me show you something else yeah uh, uh so this gay person did what now no i'm just <laughs> um i'm saying like in theater and improv those types of people can organize themselves pretty easily mm -hmm. comedians don't come from that Usually they come from bars, they come from jail cells, they come from rehab and they come, they're just like crazy guys mm -hmm. generally. So I put that, I just put it up there and I went upstairs to bark and I'm trying to like run everything. I think this is before, this was probably before George started helping me. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like trying to run everything and I'm up in the, the, the alleyway. And comic after comic is walking up the alleyway and getting in my face and like, what the fuck, man? Run the mic better. Fuck you. What are you doing? Maybe I'm by myself. Well, I it was. I would have said that an I'm alone. End endless stream wow. of comics, all getting in my face. All and you wanted at me. to keep going. I didn't have anywhere else to perform. God bless you. I. It was either that. Wow. It was that's either. Crazy. Yeah. It was either make the scene or or try to figure out LA and I didn't have the understanding of how to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, and I knew like, I, sh I can't, I'm not good. Like I knew I wasn't good. And I knew that going out to LA at this point is not smart. Right. I won't be able to do it consistently. There's not, I need to make a, a space for myself. This is really selfish in the very beginning. Um, and so they, yeah, people fucking hated me. Wow. People still, I'm pretty sure people, I, but it doesn't matter. Whatever. People at the time hated me. Mm -hmm. And I was told, my girlfriend at the time was like, maybe you should stop. What? After like a, yo, yeah. After like a month. I said, maybe you should, maybe you should stop doing this. Oh, man. It was really bad in the beginning, man. It was exhausting. And then that's, that's a lot worse than my beginning was. Well, yeah. you know, like I, I had it easy. I mean, so uh, Joe, unfortunately, he 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 didn't post it as a post. He posted it as as a story. Right. We had a picture of the hideaway full, where, where there yeah. was people standing in the back, and, and he's like, "This is what you missed out on." <laughs> like, that's what he told me. There was yeah. a point where it it was like a punk rock show. Yeah, because I was not a good host at all. Mm. I I would scream at people. I would snap on people. Really? I, I, all, Don't sneeze. <laughs> I would tell people to shut the fuck up in the back. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because you got like, it's so frustrating. This is what I'm saying about, about why I didn't mind the teasing, why mm. I don't mind. I, well, I'll get the fuck over it. It's, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, way yeah. worse, and at least you're being constructive about it. What, it. what they were saying about, I'll get into that in a second, but yeah. um, I think that. It's unfortunate that I had to start it in the beginning because I didn't get the ability to like just sit in the back and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Sign up. Look at my job. Like you're thinking about everything but yourself. Yeah. You, you've you've run it. You know what it feels like a little bit, right? Like where you're 
there's so many things going on. There's no way you can sit down and really focus on your material. Yep. And in our scene, all of the other comics that were there were, I would say, I would say where you are now. Okay. So imagine, imagine there's nobody above your level now. I mean, would it be fair to say there's comics that you feel like are better than you? In, that, in our scene Inter- yeah yeah absolutely right. there's plenty of them but imagine that you, wherever your level is at right now you're the standard for the best okay so and that's like not a big enough you know you need guys that are hey there's, <laughs> you need guys that have been doing it for like 20 years to be around this yeah. way this way you know there's someone to be like here's what you need to do so like I'm so I'm up there as a host, dude, screaming at people, yeah. just not behaving appropriately, not being professional, um, was running around everywhere because I just, it was so much to do. Um, but then to get into the, the teasing, whatever, look, man, I'll take that. I'll take some teasing and, and, um, some critic, some constructive criticism over just people telling me to go fuck myself. Okay. That's why I was. That's what I was trying to explain to Jonathan. Is like, no, this bombing thing. Like, I've hit a type of, I've hit a point where it's like it's not. It really isn't that big. It doesn't phase. It phases. I mean, it sucks. It's not fun. right. 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 Uh, I was KJ was not lying. I was really frustrated with myself afterwards. But as soon as, as soon as we were done and we talked about it, when he was like, you know, do you know what you did wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, yeah, sort of, yeah. and. Uh, he was like, you gotta, you, I needed to get them on my wavelength, my energy. Yeah. And I needed to keep rolling with the, the, um, the story I was going with. And I just bailed. Yeah. And do you want to explain what happened? Yeah. I'll explain my version, KJ. God damn. <laughs> Please. Cause just, K- KJ's version took like an hour and a half. KJ read out a whole Shakespeare novel. I could have easily like when he, when he got done with the story, I was like, that could have been summarized in like. 10 minutes it really could have he was being an asshole he's being a fucking asshole which is kind of hilarious it's kind of funny (laughs) i mean after after the 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 second act i was like i know what you're trying to do man just move it move it along just going for the kill yeah yeah now you're now yeah but go ahead um i gotta pee man do you mind you can uh pee right there for real yeah yeah just because you gotta walk through my room and shit so it's a little weird are we still going um i'll i'll talk i love aaron chase you guys He's a great guy. He's whipping his wiener out right now. Um, can they hear me? A little bit, yeah. I can, I can kind of hear you. All right. So, um, go ahead. Let it, let it, let it stream out, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen to that. that. It sounds, sounds like a, you got a big one, dude. Yeah. No. Um, I've been drinking more water. This might happen multiple times. Do you drink half a bottle no, of water? I'm more water in general. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, honestly, it's it's been a pleasure knowing Aaron. You sound like I'm like this is your like, eulogy to me, like I'm dead. No, it's, it's more like you're leaving you because you are leaving. We'll get to that yeah. eventually. So Aaron is back. Yeah, I'm back. Put his wiener back in his pants, unfortunately. <laughs> um, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So what happened from my perspective? Uh, we get there is a pretty dead room for the most part. Okay. Um. And you said there was like six people there yeah yeah there's like six people there and and that's including us so it was really it was really small uh dude's up there he's not like he's just doing his thing it's whatever uh and then 
another guy comes up and this is an all black crowd except for like one nerdy white guy in the corner uh one little william henderson in the corner mm. and so uh first dude goes up and he just starts riffing on white girl stories second dude goes up he starts he he rides that wave starts riffing on white girl story, stories stories is, go, is it going good for both of them yeah like he brought this energy about it that was like oh this is fun again oh, okay and it felt more like it felt like a brooks bar type of vibe okay you know what i mean where where it's more it's loose inclusive yeah it's loose it's like inter there's a interactive, lot of interactive yeah it feels like it feels like just buddies fucking around okay basically so he does his thing next guy does his thing and he rides that way he talks about white girl stories then kj goes talks about white girl stories and i remember thinking like oh i just i gotta ride there's a thing happening mm -hmm. here. i just gotta ride this wave and <clears throat> I get up and I said, uh, I mean, clearly there's a theme here. And they, everyone, I got a laugh from that. And, and then I said, um, I'm not going to say it on this if you don't mind. No, 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 that's fine. You don't have okay, to. Yeah. Basically, I was like, I, I knew I needed to up the ante. Yeah, you're like, I got a white, I got a white, white girl, girl story that will outdo anyone's white girl story. Here. Yeah. Like, I'm the king of that shit. <laughs> yeah. And you have the the white girl story of all of white, all girl, white stories. girl stories, yeah. yeah. And I I I, I said it, and then I said like this, I I I said that, and then I just it went in a different direction. I just I froze up. Oh. I guess I froze up, and I I went into my material. I've had that happen. Yeah, and and as soon as we were done, yeah. when I was talking to KJ about it, he was like, "You need to get them." You need to get them on your energy. And what I like, what I like talking about, KJ, talking with KJ is, we'll talk about a subject in a bunch of different ways. Hmm. So you know how sometimes an idea doesn't click the first fucking fifty times, and yeah, then one yeah. day there's something that happens in comedy or in a skill, and you're like, oh, oh shit, yeah, I got to do that. And I remember being like, oh, I could have, like, okay, they were all, they all had like a, a, a Def Jam vibe about them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I immediately I was like, oh, I could have gone up. I could have been like, all right, now I know everyone here has been using the word bitch. Uh, this is not the area I grew up in. I say young lady, so I'll be, uh, we'll be using my vernacular now. Uh, but but I'm gonna keep going with the theme. Like I could have built on that and, mm -hmm. and stretched it out. And um, and that's that that clicking is worth it. Mm. It's like I don't whatever. I bomb okay. Yeah. Oh, they haven't bombed. They they've just been doing great this whole yeah, time. They yeah, they always get standing over. No, no, everyone bombs. No. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's where I was just like, what's going on here? Hmm. Like 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 if like if we don't all have bad sets and make the wrong decisions and bomb all the time. So this is what I was. Hmm, this is what I was saying about my energy kind of dictating the vibe of this of the group. Yeah. So when this started. Th think about how you, you you're feeling right now this like no guys we got to be supportive that's how i felt except i was the energy driving the community hmm. and that's not the right energy for i'm glad that we have an inviting presence in the ie there's a feeling of like it's, it feels different when you go to other places hmm. if, in the ie it feels like you have to earn your keep Mm. But we're not going to be assholes to you for no reason, right? 
that was what I I, I, I should have strived for in the beginning. Hmm. But what ended up happening was I was just like, no, no, we're going to have padding everywhere. And we're going to be nice to everybody. Oh. And I think I did that because I was in San Diego and I was met with negativity again because I sucked. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it was like it was hard to get to mics because I was in college, and it was frustrating at the time because nobody was very few people were being like, "Yeah, man, no, keep going. Here's mm-hmm. here's a, here's a tip. Here's how we can improve." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I started this, I was like, "All right, if we all work together, we can push this up." But I think I just was a little too abrasive about it because I was green. Mm-hmm. I should have been going to mics, getting better, then starting a, a scene. But I just didn't have that option. Well, I mean. It is what it is, you know. I mean, you started the scene and we're yeah, it worked out. It worked out. It worked out. <laughs> but I think it's better now than yeah. it was before. I think I, that I, I couldn't tell, but I, I can tell you from from my experience of the scene now, I love it because it, it makes us treat people better. And, and I think Joe Beltran was telling me as well that he won't ever be an asshole to new comics. Yeah, because he, he saw um, people treat him that way and. He saw people treat other other new comedians that way. He's like, I don't ever want to be like that. So it's not necessary. No, it doesn't make anyone better, does it? Because no. I'll, I'll tell you right now, like I feel, I'm obviously not the best comedian, mm. you know, but I've improved a lot yeah. over the last two years, and it's like it's because and if I went through all that bullshit, I wasn't gonna be better now. Yeah, I think I would be the same. Well, the I'd probably be more aggressive. Yeah. And and who knows if that who knows if that'll even help me? That's probably not the way the world's working right now, where you have to be aggressive. You probably don't. Need, you I think nowadays you have to be more clever than aggressive. Yeah, I I yeah I've gotten way more chill on stage. Yeah. But when when it comes to like dealing with KJ, like last night was that last night? What day is it? Yeah, today's Wednesday. Um, yeah, yeah, man, my days are weird. Mm. Um, but I look at it as as um, have you seen uh, Princess Bride? No. Well, for those of you who've seen Princess Bride, the the when they fight with the swords, I look at it as as lancing, as like shadow boxing, as like when you, did you ever play bodies as a kid? Yeah. Okay. You remember? Remember like you you weren't you. No one wanted to get hurt, but someone's gonna get hurt. Right. It feels like I every time I go out with KJ, it's like doing verbal bodies, hmm. and. Every time I go out with them, I'm always a little better. I can okay. always feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm like keeping up. Exercise. Yep. You're so sparring. Ex- yeah, I'm sparring with a guy that yeah. has been doing it longer and is better than me. Okay. And I wish I had that in the beginning of the buddy system because then mm-hmm. I would have, like, I should be way better than this after six years. Yeah. I should uh, be way better. Okay, go ahead. But I'll take the improvement, you know? Yeah, well, I, I think I've improved, but I think I would have improved much faster, more efficient smoother if if, if you, i had if you had experience before you started running a show experience or like if, if i was just doing open mics for longer or if i had some sort of mentorship early on okay i see and so i didn't when, have that when, when did yeah. this mentorship with kj start uh i just decided <laughs> you just hit him up like, I, hey bro look listen you no wanna- i i met him um <laughs> Fucking uh, Alec Damani introduced me to him. Okay. Or it didn't introduce me to him, but was like, hey, there's this dude. He's from Detroit. He's real good. And I, because I always underestimate Alec Damani, I'm like, yeah, whatever, nigga. <laughs> 
sure. You got some some dude from Podunk nowhere to come out here. All right. And so I, yeah. I watched him and I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, no, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just paid attention to him. I think I people like because I talk a lot. I don't think people realize I'm paying attention. Yeah. And I, I also found I just noticed he was like, oh, you're really, you're smart too. You never you ever you ever met someone who like doesn't try to flaunt how smart they are what do you mean um i think college is ripe with these type of people mm. you ever met someone that wants to show off how fucking smart oh, they are yeah yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Anno- even even if they are really smart yeah. it's like can you not can you just chill yeah for yeah, a yeah. second yeah let's talk about booty holes yeah let's or let's, something let's dumb it down a bit yeah i get you i get you let's do some regular trigonometry no, none of this pre-algebra nonsense <laughs> yeah um but he, I just remember being, I remember watching him being like, oh, you're smart and you're not going to let everyone know that you're pretty smart. Yeah. Um, and so something was going, I can't remember what was going on, but I was depressed. And I was talking with him. I think he hit me up. Hmm. I would know. I was asking him questions a lot. Okay. Because that's what I do. And uh, he hit me up. And I was like, I'm just depressed. Or whatever. He was like, get in the car. Let's go. Let's go, okay. to, let's go to a mic and we we went to a mic and um he's always just been cage everything you saw last night is what is basically the dynamic but um but now i'm better kj is the most likable person no he's not. fuck you KJ. I, no, I, you're not. I think he is. <laughs> it's so easy to like him it's frustrating is it he he He's frustrating to me because huh. he knows he can frustrate me. Really? Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you, you you see it as sparring in, yeah, in yeah. a way, so that's a good thing. No, it's great, you but know? it's fu- it like like when I talk to KJ, I'm like, dude, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like really really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he gave me a, a nickname. What's your what's your what's your black nickname? Well, well, well he just calls me Los. It just <laughs> sounds cool. It just sounds super cool. <laughs> Yeah. So when he says it, I'm like, yeah, he knows me, you guys. Like he knows me. <laughs> so that means I have some cool in me. That's so funny. <laughs> is he the black Fonzie right now? Right? I've, hey. I guess if yeah. I think it, it, I I love it when when people give you nicknames, but when a black person gives you a nickname, I know what you mean. It's just cool. It's a different vibe. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I need to make sure I don't do is imitate. Mm. And. I don't think I have. Mm. No, I I don't know anybody. Like I can't, I can't be like, oh, this person's Aaron's trying to be. He's trying to bust out. I used to be Chris Rock. I used really? to just basically be Chris Rock. I wish I would have seen it. I wish <laughs> I would have seen it because because I'm, uh, I'm I'm uh, when I first started, I was a very shitty Tom Segura. Very 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 shitty yeah. Tom Segura. So it was like. It, you you start off kind of imitating the the comics that you yeah. that you're influenced by, um, but I think I'm too depressing to be, to be able like to him. imitate him anyway. Like he has I mean, a lighter vibe. Who knows? Maybe maybe he he does deal with that shit, but I'm he, sure he, he, he he knows how to bottle it up like a man. Well, he's experienced <laughs> so much where he's he's been alive on this earth for so long that he can. I don't know how carp- old he is. He, he could probably. I don't, yeah, I don't know how he is. I don't know why we're talking about Chris Rock. Like, are we talking about Chris Rock or KJ? Um, we were talking about KJ, but now I just oh, you wanted Chris Rock. I was uh, thinking about Chris Rock. Right no, now. I, I was, I was like, you're giving KJ way too much credit. 
Oh no, I was talking about no, 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 no. I was talking about Chris Rock. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Chris Rock looks like he knows how to handle. A, yeah, he's been through life. Yeah, been through a lot. But I think that I think I I have a I think I'm finally figuring out my voice. That's what okay. it feels like, uh, and that feels nice. I I heard from from other you know famous comedians on their podcast that they had said. Um, for about 10 years you're just figuring yourself out yeah. like it's not even necessarily about you being like a destructive force on stage like you're literally finding out who you are as a comedian so the more you learn about yourself i just think you're heading in the right direction yeah you I, know? I think that quarantine helped that did it oh yeah man i wouldn't be nearly as happy i at the at the start of quarantine, man, I was very concerned for a lot of comics right. that I, that I know we're dealing with a lot of <laughs> mental health issues. Yeah, and uh, I'm I I it really made me really happy when 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 I learned that you were meditating that that you found uh, the uh, the great Buddha. Yeah, the 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 <laughs> great Buddha or whatever you want to. I don't know if you want to hit the stiz, and I have sure. I have a, a pipe and and weed oh too. My, oh my lordy! So. I should have brought a jacket. I, I didn't know we were going to be on the porch. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm out in a wife beater, everyone, in case anyone was surprised. You're always by that. in a wife. Do you want me to bring you like a jacket or something? No, I'll be all right. I have a sweater. I know. I'll let you wear it. I know. Just to prove to everyone that I'm not racist. <laughs> 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 That's the only reason Aaron's here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm just here to get some clothes, and we're just you know doing a, a drive-by uh, podcast. <laughs> um. What let, are we let's, talking about? You know what, dude? Let, let's let's change it up a bit. Let's let's do what we're here to do. Let's talk about race. Okay, is that what we're here to do? Let's do it, man. I think I think we're back on the rails here. I okay, think we're I think, on the rails. I, I think I think if if people stuck a, uh, around for as long as they did, they did. This, this is where it's gonna get good. Yeah, okay? okay, this oh, because I, I feel like we brought it back. We're back. We started off really rough and over good. <laughs> talking about comedy and and upbringings and stuff like that. So you know what helps? By the way, before we get into it, is um my Dude. kid in the back <laughs> i can't does man. she look a lot like me she round she round in her face like you yeah look at the eyebrows trippy man those are my eyebrows it's huh? so trippy isn't that yeah can we okay okay last time i was on here i think this needs to be a, a tradition every time i come on your podcast okay. talk about your daughter and, I, and i'm gonna do this in a positive way okay because last time was depressing last time if you guys don't know the last time uh aaron was on the podcast he made me pretend like i i died and I had left a, a hidden message for my daughter. <laughs> She'll appreciate what, it one yeah. day. Uh, but, but it's like, I think I'm on a personal level, I'm afraid to have kids for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. But when I see parents that are good parents, and you seem like a very good parent. Thanks. Uh, it is nice. Mm -hmm. What is it, wait, like, how do you how do you feel about like how has it feel what does it feel like to have a daughter you know what i mean well i remember when i was um when i was younger um and i was in the christian world i yeah. would always tell people like oh i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a boy first like when i have a kid like it's gonna be a boy it's gonna be a boy you know and and people are like watch you're gonna have a girl or yeah. whatever and or or whatever you know yeah, yeah. a transgender human and then or. and then one time i was talking i was speaking to a friend when 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 we find I think this is when we found out that my wife was pregnant I I hit her up because she has two kids, and I was like hey um, you know, we think uh, it was just like a, a a church friend, and I was like hey we think we're gonna 
or, or I had asked her, what do you think I'm gonna we're, we're gonna have? Do you think we're gonna have a, a, a boy or a girl? Because in my head, I was like, I think we're gonna have a girl. And then she, this is this was her her response. It was, no, I think we're gonna have a boy because tough guys have girls. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like only tough guys get have to raise a girl. Hmm. I was like, what are you trying to say? Hmm. So then, like later, late later on we found out that it was it was a girl and i was like huh must be tough yeah i must be tough but it's like okay raising a daughter i i think it's a lot scarier because i feel like it's they're more fragile and they're and any negative experiences that they're gonna that they're gonna have Mm. is drastic when you say more fragile what do you mean i mean like like as far as like i don't want anyone to touch her yeah i get you you know I get you. I wouldn't want anyone to touch my boy either. But it. it mm. But here's the thing: a lot of th- there might be a point in her life where boys want to touch. My, maybe, just maybe. You know, and 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 I don't. <laughs> I think that's that's a whole different element that fathers are gonna have to deal with. Yeah. You know. And uh, uh yeah. I um. That's how I feel about. Her. I, I love having it because she's beautiful. Yeah. And and, dude, honestly, I I don't. The, the, like that little girl you know that you just saw yeah this is the i think about her more than anybody i would imagine it's crazy it's I, crazy i've been in love with you know obviously with I, i'm still in love with my wife but like i i remember when we were dating i remember having like having crushes on on people in the past and all that stuff and and knowing who my parents are and and you know i have family that i'm really close to nowhere near I don't think about them even nearly as much as I think about my daughter. It's crazy. That's no, it's really beautiful, man. Yeah, but I didn't expect for that to be the thing. Like she's the reason I work. Well, my whole family, like my my wife, like living at a at a place, having assets or whatever you want to talk about. Motivator. It's a it's a strong motivator. It's and I, and, and I want my daughter to learn. Yeah. I want my daughter to not like to be independent but still depend on me i yeah which is weird you know so that's what it feels like to to be the father of a daughter well congratulations thanks man um race yeah let's talk about race man so i i i you sent me a few videos yeah i watched one of them okay the second one i I was watching the intro of it but i was a little busy today okay the the you watched the tulsa massacre one i saw the tulsa massacre one figured that one was i can't believe i never learned about this same it's so crazy yeah and and i've heard of tulsa oklahoma Mm -hmm. um there's a i used to when i was when i was strong in the faith there was this band that i used to listen to and they were my favorite christian rock band you don't think you're strong in the faith now um, I mean, I I believe in God, mm-hmm. so I'm 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 strong in the faith in a different uh, way. Yeah, 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 when I, I wasn't in, when I used to be very very involved in the church and and all of that stuff, when I was um yeah, mm-hmm. is, is I had a favorite Christian rock band, it's, uh they were called Pillar, and the nice, the lead the lead singer Christian rock bands always try to sound just, just aggressive just, enough, but sort of but very like. There's always a, a Jesus meaning yeah. to, their, to their name. Like the way it sounds like you tell your mom, I'm going to go to the, the uh, P- 
pillar concert and yeah. your mom has to be like well hold on now and see I'm the go cd watch, i'm gonna go watch cutlass yeah what Cut, what is this cutlass yeah, i'm gonna go watch demon hunter and then and they, they're like wait a second they yeah. make sure that like it, the the parental guidance isn't on the 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 thing the, or they yeah, see yeah, a cross yeah. and they're like oh, okay i get it <laughs> there's a cross they're yeah. cool i'm sorry man. Go ahead. um and they're from or or he was from uh, tulsa oklahoma so oh, I, I, I was like that that's the the only thing i had heard of it i had no idea of the of the history that they had of it and the opportunity that there that was there like the the mm -hmm. uh, you know it was growing. it was it was a growing economic yeah booming booming and it was you know black people succeeding yeah and people stopped it yes all the time it's so crazy so, i don't get it i don't i don't understand why this is why i have so much aggression about it is because it has gotten to the point of where i can f comfortably use the adjective evil hmm. yeah like I, I would i would imagine yeah yeah where where i i and i was saying it to you yesterday but like i i give people the benefit of the doubt I really do because I don't feel I think I, it's a projecting thing because I've ne I was never given the benefit of doubt as a kid. So I'm always like, you know what? We hey, let's you know, a couple women are accusing Cosby. Let's let's hear them out. You know, let's let's hear out everybody. Let's hear out Cosby. Let's hear like I'm I'm very much about um, that balance. And to realize like the the this is just sociopath like oh what's what's happening right now oh yeah so yeah here, here we got some images of, of it's of what happened and not even a lot of them because they probably destroyed any right that was that was one of the things that that they did talk about in that video that they don't even know how many victims right there were how many people actually died so it it is so frustrating all of the um the mm. rhetoric Good God! Is that a? That's a kid holding what I think is a decapitated baby. Probably like a dead baby. Uh, yeah. Dead. Maybe his brother or something. That is super. It's fucking crazy with rubble behind them. I don't know who the fuck is like. Hey, say cheese, kid. Because that was one of those old school cameras that took a while. Otherwise, it was blurry. Yeah. It was real bad, man. But um. Businesses. Everything. Ev awful. Everything. Everything. And just because black people were succeeding. So. This is what I'm saying is like, it's a it's a mind game that's being played. It's 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 a mental game that is being played and is being played for a very long time, and I'm sick of it. And and we were we were talking about this yesterday, where you think it's constant upbringing of of being told that hey you need to be afraid of black people. It is you need to watch out for them. I think it's I. I'm big on nurture over nature. Mm. I think there is nature in there. I think there's it's somewhere in there, but I'm big on nurture mm. uh, based off of my own personal life experience. And I want, and this is me giving more benefit of the doubt here. I want to, I pray that it is fucking nurture mm. because if it's nature, it's a lot scarier. It is. That means it's never going to end. And, there's the piece of me that feels like there's a little bit of nature in there. And I told you about my th cockamamie theories mm -hmm. with the, the cold and, and like all that. Hmm. So you I can think, go ahead and explain. Yeah. So I think that, um, 
you know how they say alcoholism is genetic, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So at some point, something has to be introduced into a group of people that would then lead to that, like evolution. So if the Irish are drinking whiskey all the goddamn time, and it's it's embedded in the the culture, and they're drinking while they're pregnant, they're drinking all the like it's in their it's in their blood at this point. I went out to Ireland; they were drinking like crazy out there, man. But um, eventually, that's gonna become a trait in your genes. And white people come from cold, desolate, dangerous, difficult places to live. And so, when you develop a culture in a place like that, mm-hmm. I think you develop an individualist culture. Mm-hmm. Individualist culture meaning like you have to work on with yourself. There's there's few items. This is the we have to go kill wolves out in forests and shit like. I need to protect me, my family, and that's about it. You you develop a culture like that, whereas Mexican culture and Black culture and Asian culture, we do everything together. It's collectivist, yeah, yeah, and it's because it's coming from locations that allow you to develop a culture like that. Mm-hmm. Where, so when you know when you think about American, kind of the the pull yourself up by your bootstraps, that mentality, it's like. Wait, why? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. You need to add your fair share. You need to be contribute an independent to, yeah, person. You got to contribute to society. Yeah. But, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of support on both ends. Right. It's a it's a yin and yang, man. It's balance. Do, do you want to do you want a jacket? Let me get you a sweater, dude. Okay. I feel bad. All right. It's all good. Yeah. Hold on. You can keep uh, talking. Talk oh, about okay. Trulies. I don't know. <laughs> Trulies. That that's going to be our sponsor. <laughs> Trulies. I. Uh, if we had a sponsor, I don't know. I think I have a good sponsor's voice. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be drinking some uh, Trulies uh, here at the Staples Center. Uh, we have LeBron. He's back from an injury, and he's looking good. Uh, Jimmy. Oh uh, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy, I think I think uh, LeBron's looking. What, 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 how do you how do you feel about LeBron? Uh, Jimmy, you know he's uh he's putting a lot of work. He's putting a lot of struggle. Uh, he's got a lot of focus. And through that focus, I think that he can uh, come out on top. All right, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's fine. Well, let me tell you what I really think about LeBron James. He didn't show up at the game today. And you know what? He didn't do enough to help anybody except for himself. And everyone wants to be on the Lakers just because he is on the team. And yet he's no. not delivering. I feel better. Thank you. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, we were talking about uh, the Tulsa... Oh, evil or we, 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 culture. We, well, basically, in, in general, because this is the only video that, that you sent me that I, that I watched in, to completion. So, culturally speaking, I think that America's culture is founded on being cutthroat. Hmm. It's all about being, it's all about looking out for yourself. And you can see it. Here's, here's what I mean. You have a... This is what like is makes me so fed up is isn't the crazy Trump people. Mm-hmm. I think I've told you that. Like I I have a weird level of respect for them. Did I tell you that? Uh the crazy Trump people? I have a weird level of respect for them because at least they're not going to bullshit me. Mm-hmm. At, at at least I know where they stand and you're not trying to fuck with my head. That's what insults me. So my whole life I've been I've been saying like, yo, this shit's fucked up. This mm-hmm. there's something wrong here. And and the, no, Aaron, you're a good black person. Mm-hmm. Like, there's I I don't understand what the 
You don't enjoy Will Smith? Will Smith is getting jiggy with it? Why can't you listen to the good rap music? And it's like, I know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. You're, you're getting in my head. You're getting into a child's head. Mm-hmm. You're fucking with a kid's head the way he perceives himself in the world, and that's really not okay. And so, mm-hmm. and so um, when it comes to the crazy Trump people, at least they're fucking blunt about it. But what pisses me off is when I hear people say, well, we need to unify. We need to work together now, guys. We have to unify now. It's like, no, bitch. You let it be known that that you don't think my life matters. Yeah. Just because you can put down the sign doesn't mean you're going to put down what's in your fucking head. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to forget. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I've set a boundary for myself. And race is the boundary. Mm-hmm. It's everything, damn near everything else I'm super flexible on because I don't know. I don't know that I, when I talk about my faith or whatever... We, we, we discuss it. There's a lot of flexibility there. Yeah. There's a lot of like, oh, I just kind of like this and it makes me feel good. Mm. But when it comes to this, when it comes to race, there's a fucking hard line here. Mm-hmm. And I know that I know that I talk about it a lot and I'm sure people are annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. But it's because it was the only thing people talked to me about. Yeah. My whole life. I don't know if you've ever tell you about that type of shit. I've, I, we talked about microaggressions a yeah. little bit. Like... When that sounds like you're being a fucking snowflake, a microaggression, like it's it's literally a small aggression. It's not that big of a deal. It's like you're not understanding. This is every day. Hmm. Imagine every day you hear, you hear, um, you're black. You're black. Where are you hearing black. it? You go to school. Aaron's the only black guy here. <laughs> oh, Aaron's not acting black like that. That though, like when I like. The black people I know about, like they, uh, they're like totally different than this. Hmm. Man, Nick Aaron, Nick, look at Aaron's shoes, cuz Nick Aaron ain't, Nick Aaron ain't down with the culture, cuz look at his shoe. Nick, this nigga got, got the Skechers on, cuz this nigga ain't about, Nick, nigga ain't even acting black enough. Nick. So school, go to church, only white people, and I'm like, hey, the cops are fucking with me. Hey, mm-hmm. why, why are you saying that rap music? literally isn't music to you hey why are they keep calling certain people thugs on fox news mm. and not other people hey why why is all like most of the jails filled with black people? hey why is it during black history month i don't know any when i talk about malcolm x you guys get upset mm. and the response to that well aaron well the police are your friend the, they're good they have their 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 law-abiding citizens and they're stopping the thugs and the criminal and don't don't dress if you stop dressing like a thug then maybe you know maybe you wouldn't have as much of a well but Aaron you have you have training day and that's a black cop and he it's about a black person Aaron well Aaron well if the why I mean I don't understand why we can't say nigger I mean at the, every there's niggers of every race Aaron that's a quote from my fucking church as a no, quote. No, it's not. Hey, oh, you, you never watched my comedy special, bro. Fuck you. Uh, they, well, I talk on. about it in it. Did you? Uh, oh, oh, you did do one. Mm-hmm. You did it at, at uh, what? outside on a, oh, uh, on a stage. Nice. I this think I'm going to be co- the, pre-COVID? Uh, Mid-COVID. 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 Right after George Floyd. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, at, yeah. right after. Uh, I made it after George Floyd. No and then Chappelle did. 
No, Chappelle did it first. First, right? Chappelle did it first. Let's not get that uh, no, twisted. No, I, I wasn't saying that. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle saw what you did, and, and he Chappelle was like, was like watching me. Was, watch the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah, I got up on that hot ass <laughs> stage with no, with three people watching. There was and three I was people like, watching. Yeah, I was like ten actually. What did you call it again? The one man show. One man show and comedy because it's not funny. Yeah, but no, that was a, that was a thing that happened in my church. I was arguing with one of my youth leaders about um, the word. And, and he said it. He's yeah, the white guy. Oh, oh yeah, all of them. All of them were right. They were all he older people. It. Yeah, they were, he said, Aaron, there's niggers of every race. There's he white niggers. That. There's black niggers. There's Mexican niggers. Asian niggers. And what he was trying to articulate was that when white people say nigger, what they're saying is you're acting inappropriate or acting ghetto. Ghetto. Right. Essentially, and that in every other race there is a ghetto version. So there's. There's uh, trailer trash. Those are white people. There's like cholos. Those are Mexican people. There's yakuza. I don't know <laughs> Asian people. Mm-hmm. The problem with with his logic here, and the problem with talking to a fucking 14, 15 year old about it and saying it that way, is I couldn't articulate what I can articulate now, which is yes, you're right. There all there are low life versions of every race. Yeah, but not one of them has a word that has been made specifically. <laughs> To fucking tear them down. To terrorize. To terrorize. To bu- I, was, go uh, I, was, I was thinking of how scary that word could be to a black person Yeah. the other day. There, there's, been, there's been, sadly, in, in, in our American history, there's been instances where... Just one or two. There's been, some t- <laughs> there's been a bunch of times... Every now and again, every so often. Where... where that's the last word so that here. a black man hears before they die. Yeah. So why wouldn't they be afraid of not not just that, but why why would they be why would they not be uncomfortable with certain people saying it? Yeah. Uh, the, I, and I'll I'll admit it to you, dude. I used to say it all the time. I believe you. All the time with my cousins, dude. And and it was it wasn't no dis- we weren't talking about black. We were just using it the same way black people would use it's it. It's taboo, so it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, so it was like, but now it's like I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. Like I, it just if if like I understand, I get it. Like if I were to say it on stage, you're not gonna be like, I don't like it. It's your your comedy, it's, your comedy. That's my like uh, honestly. If I were to say, it, I, I'd rather not because that's gonna create some unnecessary tension. Mm-hmm. But what 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 I'm trying to get at is is I can see why you're uncomfortable with someone using it. Using it. Yeah, it's frustrating because there's a a history behind that word yeah there's white people really like to cut out the context so they'll say it's just a word no one's hitting you and it's like okay but you're talking about a word that's been used like like it's it's without context this is what i mean by this is where you travel into evil territory where if I say to, if I explain like well I've been called this since I was like seven Mm -hmm. and I've been getting attacked and I've been like there's real violence and any reasonable person would say to themselves, oh, well, I don't need to say it. Like, it's not, it's not going to help my life yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know why, why people can't give up one thing. Yeah. It's like you have everything. Is, can you not? You, you can live your, your life successfully and abundantly without. Without doing blackface have, yeah. and saying nigger. You can do that. Yeah. Did you see, the, did you see uh, uh, at, the, at the peak of, of BLM? Did you see the white dude that, that was in full-on blackface? So Ru- many running, running around. No, but they arrested him. He did it. He did it because he wanted to feel included. 
so he's like yeah and there white people can take it too far let me let me some shit on some liberals now you ready please oh yes oh my let's god get there. Let's well, the get thing there. i respect about the trump people is at least we i know where i stand with you and you're not bullshitting me that's yeah. all i ask don't bullshit me yeah he's fucking liberal white people they they take it to the point where it's like you're getting offended over shit that I'm not even offended by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're t- now you're you're taking it the other way. And you're making it into a giant circus and you're taking the seriousness out of it. Yeah, I saw fucking like Instagram model type of pictures at protests. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. Like Wow. People are dead. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> yeah. And trying it, to catch them likes. It's but it's like crazy. You're it's you can do it. That's the thing is I, I try to reiterate. Like you can do. White people can say nigger. They can. But there's consequence to that. Yeah. And that may not even be you being attacked. Maybe the consequence is that you bring up really awful memories, traumatic memories for some other people. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the only consequence. Where's your fucking humanity, man? Like, just don't. Yeah. And, and, by the, and it's like I play a little chess game in my head because I've had these conversations so many times. But then the response to that are things like, um, well, when you do stand-up comedy and you might hurt someone's feelings, they're what's different. It's like my intention. And then this is a performance and there's context there. Yeah. It's like, it's like um, I, I, told, I told you that I stopped like, saying faggot. No, you didn't tell me. You, you didn't like come up to me and announce. Like, I didn't. Hey, uh, Carlos, in uh, case you wanted to know, man, I've made a decision. I made a choice. I, I had a lawyer <laughs> fill out a whole contract. And I signed it in blood. And so uh, you decided not to not to use that word anymore. Years ago, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was uh, I was in theater a lot because you know I'm gay, and. <laughs> And I don't like people making fun of my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Only we can use that. No, but um, I was in theater, and you're around a lot of gay people in theater. Okay. And I, re- I was still saying it because I also grew up in basketball culture and shit like that. We said okay. it, rap culture. We oh, said hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. We said yeah. it all the time. And I never, like like white people say, I never thought of it as a um, sexual thing. Mm. I never was like, someone's looking dick with a faggot. Like, I never thought that. It was just a word I used as an attack to my friends. Right. And I, I remember talking to a gay dude about it, and he was like, well, could you just not? Hmm. I was like, I know, no, no. At the time, I was, because I was really young, um, I probably argued with him more, hmm. but people don't realize this about me. As much as I argue, I do take in what people say. Yeah. Uh, so I thought about it later, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I could just not. See, and, and that's, okay, that's the thing that a lot of people need to realize that we can do that. We can kind of, like, meditate on, on what someone said and then change our perspective. Yeah. You know? Like, that's that's something that's completely, that that's why, okay, I'm going to bring back cancel culture. Okay. That's why I think canceling people isn't necessarily the answer, because someone can sit back and be like, oh, f- I really fucked up. Yeah. And I want to get back and not fuck up anymore. Like, I want a second chance at this. All right. To play devil's advocate, would they have come to that realization if it wasn't for being canceled? Ooh. Maybe not. Because the re- repercussions Maybe are so not. serious. Yeah. Maybe not. That's, that's, a good, that's a good point. It's, yeah. it's like, I don't want to take anybody's livelihood away. Right. Um, 
Unless I commit a crime. Unless, you know, when we get to unless the wives. Unless you wives, hurt somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, just leave people. Yeah. And I don't know why white people don't leave us alone. Sorry. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, but no, but it's, I don't know, man. It's like, you don't want to take away someone's livelihood. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Okay. Okay. Here's a, here's an, here's a, uh, an example. This is a thing that happened recently. Let me know what you think of this. Okay. Uh, black mom, black son. Son's in elementary, maybe middle, I think. Elementary, middle school. Uh, they have a conference with a white teacher about the son's behavior or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the meeting ends and the teacher thinks she's off the call, but she's not. And she's being recorded. It was on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And so the black mom records her. And she's talking to another colleague, and she's like, ah, his, this kid's fucking lazy. This little nigger's fucking lazy. I mean, that's what black... I mean, white people can be lazy, too, but it's black people are mostly lazy. They're, being real, they're acting like niggers or whatever. She got in trouble. Really? Yeah. She got in some trouble. A little bit of, a little bit of heat there. Wow. Does she deserve to be canceled? Yeah. No, is get she is he canceled or is she fired? Because now oh, okay, she's yeah, yeah. now because when you say canceled, it's like the implication is you that you have your own TV. Yeah, we have our own TV shows. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There you go. The wording, even in and of itself, is like, well, you're implying that this is a TV show. This yeah. isn't even reality. Maybe, maybe canceled is not the right word for every situation. So you're talking about celebrities then? Yeah. Okay, so we've whittled it down. So that lady should be fired. Fired. Right. Now, not, if she yeah. learned a lesson, should she be able to come back? She doesn't have a, a job to te- anymore. To teaching? No. Why? She she lost her 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 her. I think it's a privilege. She lost her privilege to teach. Okay. It's important to teach. How 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 is it not important to teach kids and raising them up, making sure that they're learning the right things that they need for life? Uh-huh. And you're gonna go and 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 say some disrespectful ass shit about some kid who still hasn't experienced it. He's a kid. He yes. hasn't learned as much as you have. Absolutely. And 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 now you're gonna say that he's lazy because he's a child. Maybe he wanted to play outside. Maybe he wanted to to spend some time with his mom, or maybe he wanted to watch cartoons, or whatever. You know, but you're gonna call him lazy and 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 stereotype him and and, and say the n word and and to say that all you know there's a lot of n words who 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 are lazy. You know, it's like you don't know people, so and, and you don't deserve that responsibility to teach anymore. You've lost that privilege. So she has a responsibility. Mm-hmm. She has an influence on people. Therefore. Her behavior is fireable. Is that yes. right? Yeah. Go okay. work at McDonald's, bitch. Okay. How dare you? All right. Let me see if I can twist you up now. Here we go. All right. It's mental jujitsu right here. Was it Janine Garofalo? Is that her name? I don't know who that is. Uh, the, the one lady from um, from Mandalorian. Oh, uh, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Janine Garofalo. Uh, <laughs> you were not. <laughs> I was not. No, sort of. It had a rhyme to of, it. Yeah, but okay. So she got canceled. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a person who says and believes awful and stupid shit. What does she believe? Uh, she said that masks are, or that wh- white people are going through what the Jews went through in the Holocaust right now. She said that. 
Yeah, I believe that's. I don't want to. In fact, can you? Can I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy who makes what, up a what, what do I? What I search? I guess Janine. Offensive Janine Crawfalo quote. <laughs> but while you're looking that up, that's what she said. She also thinks the Earth's flat. She believes in QAnon, from if I remember correctly. Really? And yep. And she's. Uh, she also said she was talking shit about trans kids, and she has influence she has a platform she influences people and she influences their beliefs or whatever should she she influences kids too like this mandalorian kids are watching that shit and they're taking it in should she be canceled she be fired um i don't know man because she doesn't influence me she doesn't influence you but you're what you're doing really is she really that big of an influence no where where, where if she speaks what I came to realize is, is well, like what she said. Oh, Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers but by their neighbors, even by children, because history is edited. Most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that anything? How? Is that any different from hating someone of their political view? That's not unreasonable. I don't know what she's saying. She's saying, um, well, it's not. Uh, it's I, it's a false equivalence, but I know what she's saying. She's saying that, yeah, it's a fucking. Now, the more I think about it, it's actually really stupid. She, <laughs> Jews, okay. Jews were beaten in the streets by Nazis, so by their neighbors. So what she's saying is the divide we have politically and racially right now. Um, is she's she's wording it weird i don't know i don't know it doesn't fucking matter remember she is an actress yeah she's a fucking dummy and then she also used to be a ufc fighter yeah she used to fight in the ufc those people aren't known for for having analytical for for having concussions and having cte a little bit yeah no they're gonna say they're gonna say some crazy stupid ass shit yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that what she said. She, I didn't know she compared anything to Nazis. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But the and point, Jews. the point is, it's it. What it? Wow. It's getting really confusing and sticky now because of social media, because like everyone's out there. Like, in a weird way, that lady has the right to vent. I'm disgusted with it, and I don't think that she should be a teacher for black kids. I think that she's probably gonna do some dumb shit. What's up? she do some dumb shit no she's right here she's talking about voter fraud oh yeah which is another it's a whole thing regardless um i'm listening to what you're saying the whole cancel thing i guess it's like it's confusing because everyone's out there now leave it right there (laughs) there's like video of everyone audio of everyone gps of everyone and no one's gonna be a good person all the time and people are pieces of shit Mm -hmm. on a personal level am i happy that lady's fired yes but if we're to talk about it on like if I take my feelings out of it, we're talking about it on an ethical level. Can she come back? What is she gonna do now? Yeah. It's like it's like all right, I I've said awful shit, man. I've I'm yeah, me too. Yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, we've said awful shit. Yeah, and it it's, it gets to a point where you're like, man, I'm I'm trying not to take pleasure in other people's suffering, hmm. like. That lady who lost her job, do I think she should have? Am I biased in that? Yes and yes. 
am I like celebrating that she no. doesn't? It's not. It's like uh, I'll tell you this right now. It's it's not a celebration. It's more of of a disappointment, where that that people still think that way. You get what I'm saying? Like to me, when when I heard that, it was it was, it was just so disappointing. I'm just numb, man. Yeah, where it's just like, dude, why why why'd you even go there? Why couldn't you if if you thought that keep that shit to yourself? Well, and, and why would you think that in the first place instead of encouraging success? Because they this is the what um, Jacob Trimmer was saying. It's de- they dehumanized us. Mm. So like to this lady subconsciously probably she doesn't think as black people as the same as people in that same way. Mm. Um, and I probably a subconscious thing. I doubt mm. she's walking around punching little black kids in teeth or whatever. Or but. looking at at a black person but like he's wasting his life. Well, Who knows? Yeah, I mean it's that's where donald trump comes in Hmm. he's made it so mainstream to be just blatantly an asshole well did he uh oh yeah there you go uh yeah what i i i for some reason i thought you i thought you were gonna say racist but being an asshole just being an asshole has become very acceptable yeah yeah wow yeah i never made that connection yeah and assholes are racist so racist people have come out of the woodwork it's not even is this is what I'm saying by the energy that, like, I learned this doing street stand-up. Did I ever tell you about the what I learned uh, around the protests when I was doing street stand-up? Hmm. Uh, I learned that if you're a charismatic enough speaker mm-hmm. and, and shit, people are angry, mm-hmm. you can really rile, you can make violence happen. Hmm. I was out, I, I swear I told you this, but I was out there during the protests and i wasn't being funny because i was angry mm-hmm. and and i would have half trump half not trump because mm. they were no one was no one's happy about biden like right. it was like a just a not trump that's vote. crazy yeah, exactly yeah so it was half trump it was like mostly anti black lives matter and black lives matter mm. basically and i there were points where i realized like oh i can tell this group of people to kick the shit out of this group of people and they're gonna listen to me right mm. now and it was really eye-opening to how um powerful that actually is yeah that when publics when you are if you're a public speaker that somehow can connect with a lot of people and you're angry it's i there was one time where a fight started and and I felt not responsible, but mm-hmm. I felt as a performer. Legally, I did not feel responsible. I didn't tell anyone to hit anybody. They right. were getting mad at each other, and they started fighting. You didn't incite it. No, no not at all. I told them not to fight. Yeah, because I'm gonna get. I'm the one getting in trouble. Right. Uh, they're like, "What? What did you say?" Yeah. Yeah. And That's the first thing people ask. So, but but it was like. It was like, oh, this is really powerful. Like, this is Donald Trump. I I underestimated how powerful a leader is. How influential he can be. Yeah, I thought no. like when Donald Trump first got into presidency, I thought like, well, I mean, he's just a figure. What is he? What is he gonna do? Yeah. And it's like, well, he just does himself, and mm. he's an asshole. So. All other assholes were like, "Oh, we can act like." Dick. Even even in the business world, before he became president, yeah. he was known as Yafayed. Yeah. You know, he was a yeah, he was a big time asshole. 
So I never, I've never looked at it by that perspective by by thinking like, oh, well now now all these assholes of different kinds. It doesn't ne- it doesn't necessarily mean that that it's only the racist people that are coming out and mm-hmm. being assholes. It's like if you're an asshole, you're gonna liberal assholes have come out the woodwork too. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 created this culture of assholeism. Right. Isn't that one of Alec Damani's and and, and Will Asshole, Henderson's? Yeah, it was back in the day. Assholeism. Yeah. Okay, it's never heard it. You don't need to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just really fucked up yeah. and but then on my positive note i like the transparency mm. i really like knowing like okay just stay away from this person yeah i like that i feel comfortable and following my gut um mm-hmm. i remember i was i was doing postmates at the time so this was like mid quarantine um post is mid quarantine middle of the protests okay and I had to drive through my old neighborhood. I grew up, I grew up in Riverside. Mm-hmm. So I had to drive through my old neighborhood to deliver. And I, I had chills come down my spine driving through that neighborhood. Mm. I, it, this was after the meditation a little bit, after the kind of clearing a lot out mm-hmm. and, and realizing a lot, noticing a lot of that type of shit more. And um, so driving down the street, I was like, I, it, first off, American flags and Trump flags everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is what I grew up with. But you just it's hidden. They mm-hmm. lie to you like this is what they deep down feel. Mm-hmm. And and driving down it, I you, you ever like smelled acts that you hadn't used since middle school or whatever. And you get that that memory memory yeah. thing. I drove down there and I just had a flood, flashback. flashback of like realizations that that like this was really bad. Oh. I that my that my childhood there must have been far darker than I think I even realized mm. because I I got this gross feeling, man. Mm. Like you ever okay? We'll go. We'll ooh, spirituality. You ever um feel like your spiritual side is telling you some shit like this is oh we're going there yeah you ever feel that like a gross the feeling feeling like a feeling like a like a oh that's of the devil uh, type of fe- do you know what i'm do you know what i'm talking about it's sort of when sort I, of i try to watch the exorcist <laughs> the the other night dude i'm so scared dude i'm gonna f- try to finish watching it tonight i <laughs> it won you know it won a lot of awards and shit that's great man it's, it's a great good movie it's a great film yeah yeah like as a as a film mm-hmm. what, what do you like about it i'm sorry dude I, i'm so sorry to to to, that's fine. to throw it uh but i'm just that's 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 my biggest struggle right now what is watching scary movies why hold on let me turn on the light real quick because i'm a little scared okay no no <laughs> it's just getting dark in here yeah, yeah, yeah out here out here yeah um why what makes that movie a, a good scary movie uh, part of its context and, and the timeline of it. So it came out in like the 70s, I yep. think? 74. And that was unheard of. That type of... Like, we see demon shit all the time now. But in the 70s, and you got to think... Like, Christianity is a far more prevalent thing in the past than it is now. Mm-hmm. And so seeing stuff like that, seeing a little girl specifically uh, become a monster. Mm-hmm. And the the effects of it were real... Like, they hold up. They're really unnerving to see. Oh, really? The way she, you, you know, do you remember the, the, the head thing? Yeah. Okay. Like the head thing, because it's not CGI, it feels tangible. Mm. And there's like when you when you have tangible shit, it feels visceral. Like you can really feel like the the 
the the blood is on the screen, mm. or when she does the back walk down the stairs. Is that in in uh, is that in the the original or is it in the extended version? I think that's the original. Okay. The, the I wa- read somewhere that it was only uh, the extended version. Well, regardless, it's creepy. Well, I think she spits on. I don't know. It's she, just uh, this, I don't know. All of it is tangible. There's a um, a feeling when you watch older films like that, where you can really. Your brain knows when CGI is on screen. We've gotten really good at it. Mm-hmm. It's impressive, but yeah, like when I watched when I watched Godzilla versus Kong, I was like, "Well, time to watch computers fight." Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you're aware. It's still fun. Let me watch this rendering of a, of of these monsters fight. Right is basically I'm watching a very detailed cartoon here. Yeah, you're watching an anime. Yeah, and that's fine. That's really entertaining. Right. But you, when it comes to horror films, you can't replace that tangible feeling like um jackie chan films right like you can feel that that guy's really hitting people whereas when you watch superhero films it doesn't the that's creepy i know right so this this article is called the exorcist 10 creepy details from the scariest movie ever made but oh dude spiritually where you at man what do you mean i feel like we're the only two Christians? Re- Christians. Religious. No, there's, there's Nick Lanny. Yeah. We should have a trip. We actually should have a podcast, all three of us, and talk about religion together. I'd love to hear Nick's should, take on that. We sh- oh, that would be very interesting. Yeah, Nick, if you... No, there, you're there's, a, there's a few of us. Isn't Zero? Zero? Yeah, you, me, Nick, Zero. Anybody else? I think that might be it. Anybody else a fucking sheep like us? <laughs> I wouldn't say that we're sheep. Uh, you know, man, I think I would call myself a hybrid now. A hybrid? What do you mean? A hybrid between Christian and Buddhist. Is that possible? I mean, I just did it, so yeah. It's allowed. Yeah, I don't see why I'm not. I'm gonna say it's allowed. I'll start my own cult right now. Oh, don't start a cult now, because that, that never ends up well. Do you know the, the, Do you have HBO Max? Uh, no. Damn. Well, I know cults don't end well. I've yeah. seen Wild Wild Country. Yeah, yeah. There, there's well, that one surprisingly wasn't as bad as as Heaven's Gate. Oh, that was. You heard bad of too. of Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate. They um, it was like a mass suicide. That's the Kool Aid situation. One? That was. Uh, I think that was Jonestown. That's right, it was. Jonestown was Flavor Aid. Basically, cults, no good. I don't want to start a cult. I just want a no. fan base. No. That's different. Um, yeah, um, but spiritually speaking, yeah, where um, you at, man? Dude, I, I, you know what I do kind of miss, though? In, in all honesty, I kind of do miss worshiping with other people. Yeah. I don't know what, what it was about it, but I really liked it. It's community. It's the community, right? Yeah. Doing doing a, a something together with everybody. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and also I had I I had a really nice voice too. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm yeah. not lying. I used to sing really well. What was your were you bass falsetto tremor alto alto? Was that high? That's pretty high, isn't it? It was. I had a pretty high voice, but it was. I don't know a banner banter. Mm. What is it called? Yeah, I don't know what I what I am. I honestly don't. You don't I, even I, I know. Don't. Do you identify as a Christian still? Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would. I don't know, man. It's I, tough, right, it, dude? It's it's. I don't want to, dude. I, that has been, it's been part of my life for so long that I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm ready to let completely let go. I. You get what I'm saying? I don't think you see. Okay, you are not a feminist, right? 
What do you mean? Like you would not identify as a feminist. Someone would say, "Are you a feminist?" Not really. But no. but here's the thing: my favorite people in this entire earth are women. Mm-hmm. My daughter and my wife. Why would you not identify as a feminist? But what, okay, so what does what does a feminist believe? Feminist, from my definition, okay. a, because we had to establish what I what we believe here. Uh, a feminist believes that uh, there needs to be a level of equal respect amongst the genders. You don't rape, and um, that women should be treated like a person, I'm, like a per, like a human. No, uh, okay. I'm going to use the two words. There's arguments for both of these, and it gets on my nerves because it's just semantics. But equality and equity. Okay. You heard the two differences of those words? Yeah, equality means exactly the same. Equity is... Variant. Yeah. So if you want to... It's equal to the situation. Right. If you want to just be nice and simple and plain about it, if you're using common goddamn sense, equality. But if you want to be an asshole and we want to get all fucking semantic-y about it, equity. Hmm. So if, for instance... Uh, let's say there's a woman who is able to hold it in her own against men in... Uh, a no steroids or anything in the octagon. Mm-hmm. Fucking fuck it, have at it. Equity, do it. That's equity. Yeah, that's equity. Uh, you you you're working. Are you both doing the same exact type of work? Are you doing it at the same level? Mm-hmm. You should both be paid the same. Mm-hmm. Equity it makes sense. Fucking don't try. Do your best to not. Do your best to not be creepy. Mm. I say do your best because it's hard. It's that's what that's what. And then and then you get to the other side of it where women don't understand. They don't understand because they're not us. They're not. Mm. But I think because of the strip club experiences and the. By the way, I used to work at one. I wasn't like. Yep. I wasn't. (laughs) But but yeah. That'll like man when you're surrounded by naked women. For eight hours every fucking weekend and for months, mm. you you get to a point where you're like, I don't, I've seen your nipples before. I, okay. Liz. You start to talk about shit. You have nothing to do. It's in the middle of the day at a strip club. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk. And you start to learn more about the female perspective. Mm. Um, and you start to understand more about what they mean when they say things like, I realized I was uncomfortable afterwards. Hmm. I don't think that it is that is grounds for um, taking someone to jail. Hmm. I I just don't. But I get it because I was using I was trying to like look at it from my perspective, and I was hmm. like, well, what's my version of that? My version of that is, oh, I learned years later that getting called a nigger is like, or th- that like saying I'm a good black person is n- they're not trying to compliment me at the right. end of the day. but like that's something you realize later or mm. you realize oh me getting arrested in the mall wasn't my fault i didn't do anything mm. but you start to after at a certain point when everyone's telling you like that your reality isn't real and that all this shit keeps happening to you, you start to think like i guess i'm doing something mm. and so imagine being a woman imagine being alone with a dude on a first second third date right you're in his apartment, it's dark, and you start to get that gut feeling we talked about, this mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't like this. But then, you don't want to piss him off because you don't want him to hurt you. Yeah. And so you you feel like, I guess I'm going to just, ha- it's fine, I'm going to have sex, it's fine. Mm-hmm. 
that's not a positive sexual experience. No. But that's not rape. Right. That's not rape in the sense that, that this guy's not old school holding her down, getting the club and knocking her out. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird line that you're mm-hmm. writing. There's white people who have... I'm starting to sound like a goddamn radical. There's, I, have friends, I have friends of mine that are white mm-hmm. who have messaged me, all of them after George Floyd, a lot of people. Hmm. And they were like, I'm so sorry about this, this, this. this. I was like, I, dude, I forgot about all of that, but mm. thanks, thanks for validating my feelings, really? I guess. Yeah, yeah, I had a friend. Um, I'm not going to say his name because it's not necessary. But I had a friend from college who messaged me and said, I remember we were doing an improv scene. And I used the N word in it. I believe he said, mm. and he was he was like, he was like I'm. He messaged me. He was like, I am so sorry. I had mm. no idea, and I didn't even remember. I had gotten so used to hearing nigger around me and being told at me. I didn't even remember. This didn't even. Who knows how many times. Mm-hmm. That has happened. I tell the stories that I can remember. There's so many. Yeah. It was like a daily, day-to-day basis. So I was thinking like, okay, well, that's my perspective of it. If I'm a woman and I'm just think of it from their perspective, that's probably the similar feeling. Do you think people should be feminists? Yeah. Do you think men should be feminists? Yeah. To, okay, to your definition though. My definition. Just don't be a yeah. dickhead. Like, yeah. Like, it's, it's look... Man, I'm an asshole. I'm a I'm a slimy motherfucker. If yeah. I see a, a girl with a fat ass go by, you're gonna. Look. I'm probably gonna look. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an asshole, <laughs> but I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna be turning into a wolf like a cartoon wolf and howling at her and whistling right, at her right. and shit. You don't like, want to make her feel. Too I don't want to make her feel. I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable at all. Period. But it's gonna happen a little bit just by you looking at her a, li- a little well, bit. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like, it's it's a balance mm. to me. They, there's like this the Buddhism stuff, and this is the Christian mixing with the Buddhism stuff. Like it's, a lot of it's like just try to be balanced about shit. Yeah. Like be uh, what is it? Bruce Lee said, "Be like water" or some shit. Hmm. Like I'm a person. You can't expect me to be perfect. Mm. Right. At the same time, this is a person, mm-hmm. and I should try my goddamnedest to like not. Make them think they're going to get raped tonight. You got to yeah. think. Like, I'm always on the swivel now for racism and for violence. Mm. They're always on the swivel for sexism and for rape. Mm-hmm. So you got to think, like, on an empathy level, like, all right, all right. And for a long time, I would say to myself, I, long time, I said to myself at a certain point, like, why do I identify as Christian? But what, but I don't identify as a... Because, like, on paper, I pretty much agree with the same mm-hmm. shit. And the same with Christianity. And I was like, oh, it's because I don't want to be called a faggot or a pussy or whatever. Hmm. And I got to a point where I was like, well, you know, if you're calling me that because I'm saying like, hey, man, don't rape. Try not to rape, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm being real calm and reasonable about it. It, it. I think like, like, man, that's your problem. Like, clearly yeah. I'm not an extremist about this. I'm not cutting off my dick. And I'm still a sexist asshole. Right, right. There's that, That's the thing, though. When there, there's things that should be validated about these terms yeah you know there, there's 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 a <laughs> it's just there's always dumb motherfuckers who take it too fucking far right and then they they ruin what good can come out of it yes like for example when when, when all of this uh uh racial inequality started happening uh-huh. and 
one of the things that they did was get rid of Aunt Jemima. So what the fuck does that do? What does that solve? It doesn't solve anything. It just makes you. It just makes people uncomfortable for, for a reason that they they weren't even uncomfortable in the first place. I didn't know that Aunt Jemima was racist and offensive. I just thought it was delicious syrup. So that's it. It's like all right. You want my opinion of that? Hold on. Okay. When you when you when we do that and we focus on on getting rid of things like that. Yeah. You're taking the the seriousness because people are now going to get mad at, at like oh you're going to mess with engine like now now it becomes that's the focus instead of the real things that we need to focus on that needs to get fixed and get changed i agree what i've come to this is the little bit of buddhism i have in me what i've come to realize is unfortunately change does not happen quickly and you have to it, this is frustrating and i think it's good to bring it up Mm-hmm. But you also have to be like, at least something's happening. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. I, 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 if you want to look at it like that. It's sad, I, right? I just, I, just, I just wish that like idiots didn't get involved. Right. We have too many people on this earth. Yeah. That when, when a serious situation comes by that we need to listen to, yeah. that we need to take care of and to fix our society, these dumb morons get involved and they just... They just make us run off course now do you have the dumb morons right mm-hmm. and then and when you think of the christians yeah you're you can accept their dumb moron behavior there's well here's the thing there's there's a lot of good people yep who are not dumb morons uh-huh feminism mm-hmm. there's dumb moron motherfuckers yes are there a lot of good people that aren't morons absolutely so why don't you call yourself a feminist yeah i mean I think it, it, it's just all in the 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 what is associated with exactly. Now this is associated with terrible shit on the extreme. Uh-huh. This is associated with terrible shit on the extreme. Both have reasonable pockets. Mm-hmm. You are in your belief system in both reasonable pockets, mm. but you refuse to call yourself one. Why? No, I never said I would. I refuse to call myself one. Oh, okay. Then I'm yeah. sorry for interrogating yeah, you because yeah, that sounded yeah, really yeah, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. The light is in my face all of a sudden. I, know. I just pulled out the flashlight. <laughs> I take my gun out. Carlos, what are you doing? <laughs> we put one bullet. We play Russian roulette. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not close to the idea. Like, if you want to go ahead and pack another ball, you, you can or you can hit that. That's fine. If you want to drink too, it's completely up to you. Are you trying to rape me, bro? No, man. Come on now. What are you saying? Um. I don't want to uh, label myself yeah. as something because now I'm associating myself with <laughs> dumb idiots too. But so you, are you? I, but, uh-huh. but here's what I was trying to say. Like I'm not. I'm not close to the idea of of. You really think I wouldn't be, uh, uh, be wanting to respect people? Of no, course, I, I. Of course, I would. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm. I'm open to making people feel comfortable. Look, I love this country. I live here. Like I want everyone to be comfortable yeah. where they live how sucky would it be if you live somewhere where you're just not comfortable i do you know like how <laughs> it's it's not fair it's yeah. not fair and i i think it's i'm pretty sure there's there's gonna be people who are just gonna be uncomfortable with a lot of things that are happening around them but for the most part dude as long as you feel safe that should be the the ultimate goal f- for the countries to feel safe like i and i i feel like we fucked up right there if in a lot of these people's heads if black people or mexican people and asian people feel safe mm-hmm. then the country falls apart 
Really? Yeah. Why is that? I can only make speculations because I'm not them. You should watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Hmm. Can you look up um, the uh, J. Edgar Hoover quote about the Black Panthers? J. Edgar Hoover. Um, by the way, I know this isn't research I've done, guys. All right. People are going to be like, about, Aaron thinks about he's what? fucking smart because he watched a movie with <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya um, about the Black Panthers or the, the safety of America or anything in that range. I might have to use DuckDuckGo. What? What is DuckDuck? What is that? Black Panther greatest threat to U.S. security? Yep. Let's see. Good old UCR. What do you got for us? He says, is there a quote there? Oh, of these. Okay. Of these, Hoover said, the Black Panther Party, without question, represents the greatest threat to the internal internal security of the country. Was it because they were radical? Or just because they were black? When you say define, what is radical to you? Radical means like they're walking around with machine guns. So they... So this is what the Black Panthers did. They started off as, um, you know, if I fuck up this history, I'm sorry. But they started <laughs> off as a, like a community group. Think about like the YMCA for black people. Hmm. It's, like, it's like a community thing. We need to stick together, whatever. Uh, here's, they, they started the breakfast, um, was it Huey, Huey P. Newton and another dude in Oakland. They started the, the uh, breakfast fuck is the word breakfast club <laughs> the breakfast club bitches <laughs> the breakfast at tiffany's uh no they started you know the breakfast program in schools where they give you free breakfast if you're poor yeah, yeah, yeah. that's from the black panthers really yeah so they started shit like that There's programs like that mm-hmm. uh they and eventually because of the police brutality they started using their second amendment right to patrol the police Mm -hmm. so what ended up happening was the police would stop someone start fucking around and being an asshole and the the black panthers would surround them they all had guns and they just sort of waited until the altercation was over and Mm -hmm. the guy was safe so they had to police the police whoa and they were growing in numbers and then if you were watching jesus and the black messiah fred hampton um he was uh, the chairman of the Chicago Black Panther Party. Hmm. And um, he was trying to develop the Rainbow Coalition. And so the concept was black people, poor white people, Asian people, Mexican people, Muslim, whoever. We're all going to band together because ultimately this is about the cops fucking with us and the government. The government's fucking us and this isn't okay. And so the government killed him. Damn. Yeah, that, like that's it, like a it's, real on, short it's on record that the government killed this person. Yeah, um, if you look up, so I don't want to spoil the movie, man, because I think you should watch it. I'll watch it. All right, what, I won't, what, I won't. what is it on? Do you know? Um, do I have to rent it? I, you might have to rent it, but it's worth it. What is it? Ju- Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, you're gonna go pee. Yeah, I am. But um, it's one of those things where it's. Very interesting. See, I should have paid attention to American history. It is really important when I was young. Yeah. But it's it's like uh, with 
Listen to that stream. <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah. This is a new movie? Um, it was yeah, released. Yeah, it okay. It's in theaters right now. Oh, dope, man. You should see it in theaters, kid. Maybe. Where'd you watch it? Um, on HBO, I think it was. Oh, uh, then I'm, let me see if it's on HBO Max. I might be able to just... Um. Yeah, my, my issue isn't someone being conservative. It's the hypocrisy of, like, Christian conservative, which is what most of them are. Um, and saying things like, like uh, you're pro-life, but then making an excuse for the death of, like, George Floyd or Breonna Taylor. Hmm. Shit like that is, like, you're not... Stop, please stop calling yourself a Christian because that's not... I'm not... That's fine. Just be an atheist then because the be your own thing because that's not what that belief system is. Right, right. It's, it doesn't... Um, there's no justification for hatred. There's no justification for wrongful murders. Right. Like, they... They, um, they just don't look at us as people. Hmm. Give you an example. Uh, I was getting my first vaccination and I was my, I was in Hemet. I had to get it in Hemet. So you got, you got injected and they were like, hope this turned you white. Yep. <laughs> I, I stumbled out of the car. I was like, <laughs> What's up, bro? My name is Chase. <laughs> my name is Chase. Man, I love. Uh, t- I totally love like grabbing my skateboard and then, like hitting the gnar, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what happened? So I'm minding my own goddamn business, and people are staring hard and angry. Really? Yeah. Because you're getting vaccinated? No, because I'm black. Because my hair's like this. Because I have earrings. I'm not joking, man. They were looking at you angrily. Oh uh, yes. In Hemet. Yes. This okay. is everywhere, man. This is in Riverside, too. So I pull up, and there's this guy in this truck, older guy. He looks at me. I'm, like, fiddling with shit. I'm trying to get my passport together so I can go to get my vaccine. I'm minding my own goddamn business. Mm-hmm. And I look up, and he's looking at me. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm going to have to make the face, but you can describe the face like this. Menacing. Angry. Annoyed. And... I I'm I was too I was tired, it was early. I knew I was about to get the shot, so I was gonna be fucked up the rest of the day, uh-huh. like probably the day after. So I just like what's up, man? And I just like kept going. <laughs> and um then I was behind these two older white ladies and they were talking about old white lady shit. I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. I was listening to to uh Anderson Pack's hmm. Oxnard, which is fantastic. And they were noticing me. Everyone was would take glances at me. Hmm. And they kept noticing me, but I wasn't paying attention to what they were talking about. And so, have you gotten any of your vaccination? No. All right. I'm not that essential. <laughs> so, uh, you got the forklift, bro. Super essential. It's crazy because I haven't stopped working. Yeah. But yet, and they say that my job is essential, but I can't get the vaccine yet. Call, two one, call 211. What is that? Just trust me. Call 211, tell them you're essential. And They'll then, poke me? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Am I going to have to go to Hemet? Potentially. Damn it. 
Well, are you are you essential though? Like, are you actually? You've been working this whole time. I assume you're essential. I'm an interpreter, so I'm an essential person. I don't so. think so. Well, give Dude, it a shot, it's, man. It's distribution. Yeah. I'm just moving appliances. Oh, what are you gonna do? That's it. But go ahead. Either way, so I sit down, just listening to Anderson Pack on the on the sticks, and the old white lady from before turns around and is like, "Excuse me." And I said, "Yes, yes, ma'am." And she's like, uh, "Your hair, it's it's um it's so interesting." Okay, thank you. Okay. And she's like, I just, I want, I need to touch it. I want to, can I touch it? I need to know what it feels. They don't, and no, she didn't touch my hair. They. You're like, you can touch this dick. No, it's <laughs> this old last lady. <laughs> I should have. Um, but no, then they would have burned down a whole city again. And that would have been yeah. an issue. But um, it's like. When you when you say that mm-hmm. to white people, they're, they're, the reaction's always like, "I don't understand, bro. She's just curious about like I don't what understand." Well, what if what if a little black kid looks at a white guy with long hair and goes, "Can I touch your hair?" We don't because we mind our own goddamn business. Exactly, and that's it's, crazy. It's she. It's the it's it's a tone of condescension. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not a person. It's like going to the zoo for them. Yeah. It's like going to the petting zoo. For real. Like, it's weird. And. You're different. I want to touch you. Yeah. It's like you're, yeah. you are the strange person yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are not. You are invading in my space. Yeah, that is weird. But that's what it is. That's how they think. Mm-hmm. And so they don't notice it. So that's where, the, the, where I can't be mad at them. Mm. I'm not mad at the lady. Because right. she just she's old and she doesn't understand. She's in fucking Hemet. Mm. She barely has any teeth left. She can't even eat like a peanut butter jelly sandwich without it getting weird. Mm. So, like, I, I, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's when you turn that type of ignorance into anger, and that's what Donald Trump did. Mm. And here we are, and we see what happens. Like now, you take that's what because Donald Trump didn't go on the mic and say, "Hey, do this." No, he emboldened he, those people. He encouraged, yeah, un- like un unintentionally, but didn't stop it either. Like I it happened, and don't he, know. he he it happened, and he didn't go. Hey, that's not what I meant. Like he was no. just like, well, they're gonna vote for me, so I don't care. Yeah, I can't speak to his intentions. Right, I don't know. I can't speak to his intentions because I can't imagine that he was just like, yes, they're being racist. Yes, like I don't. I can't imagine them that he's in a evil lair. I don't know if you'll be able to find this picture, mm. but remember early on, early, early in this podcast when I was like, I would describe the behavior as evil. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's really gotten cartoonish at this mm. point. Maybe he was at some point in the White House thinking, fucking niggers. Maybe. <laughs> really think about that for a second. I, think about all the stuff I've told. They burnt down whole neighborhood, murdered people. You know what? <laughs> it's It's... It wouldn't surprise me. No, like if it, no, if not it were to come, come to fruition, and we were to be like, "Oh shit, this is we have footage of the White House." If I'm saying, I would not be surprised. No, not at all. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Biden did it either. He did. There's video of it. Oh really? Yeah. What, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And we still voted for him. That's how bad Donald mm-hmm. Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's how much people were convinced he was the worst person to have an office, which. Honestly, man, if things are going to eventually calm down, by all means, you know? 
man like i, I just uh, it's just i'm 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 tired of it dude i want to go back to doing stand-up like we were before and 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 like i just i i just hope everyone learns to get along that's not what's gonna happen in my opinion well i mean i mean as far as all right let me put it like this it might not happen in the world mm. and it might not happen in our country but individually i can tell you that i i oh, yeah, I, yeah. I like hanging out with you yeah and and i never have a problem with you and and, and your demeanor and who you are your skin color i don't care <laughs> because i love the person that you are you know and, and the same goes with someone with like george Frito. we might be different but i love him yeah william henderson you might be different but i love him joe beltran my uh uh, uh frankie oi nick lanny you're about to johnny gold weird line where if you don't say someone's name they're gonna get mad at you i know right yeah <laughs> well just just for the record uh aaron stopped me from saying names yeah, but mike james fault. all these people that that, that i i love yeah. you know and, and it's uh jonathan tynes all these people i i uh, steven roth you know i just keep naming names uh uh Juan all these people that that I, i've gotten ah, to this one man i know right he he came to my mic not too long ago yeah um probably like last sometime last month i gotta ask and, you how he's doing after and he, he he didn't he wasn't gonna go up like Why not? I, I i asked him do you want to go up and he's like nah I'm, I'm just hanging out yeah he eventually went up and he kind of just he seems shook because he's dealing with all i hope he doesn't mind me saying it but but he Maybe was, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want he to. was he was why well, I, I think i already talked about it oh, okay when i was with, with george okay um he just seemed really shook because he's dealing with all the death the ne- most negative parts of covid yeah man so um, yeah is he in like a hazmat suit when he does that no he came in his actual suit no when he does when he's at work i think so Jesus. i believe so I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but but it's, yeah. Like, but but to to my point, like I don't care what any of you guys look like. Yeah, you guys make me laugh, and and I love talking to you guys because you have different perspectives. You guys came from different paths, mm-hmm. and and we all met somehow. And it's not. I I don't know if it's by coincidence or whatever, but it, it, if it isn't, like we should learn a lot about each other and i think that's the reason why i wanted you on this podcast because i'm like dude he's my friend there's yeah. a but i could easily be like he's crazy you know like <laughs> I, I, I don't but but instead i'm like dude i want to understand what 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 it is that it's affecting uh, that is affecting my friend you know because right. i don't want to contribute to you feeling uncomfortable and and i wish there was something that that can be done as a society to to end it but but it, what i'm what i'm trying to say is i wanted to be informed i wanted to know what was going on just because you're my friend that's appreciated um it's it's why i think i understand to the smallest version of it how you feel about your daughter as of recent Hmm. like my um social circle has has for me gone down to a very tight few mm-hmm. and then it layers on top of itself that mm-hmm. I, I i yeah yeah jawbreaker I, jaw, yeah jawbreaker analogy so like there's the the core people in my life that would be the your daughter your wife your whoever else to your life to my life i have my, my version my of oh, okay i was about to say my daughter and my wife are no. your core <laughs> <laughs> yeah carlos you did i'm joining the family you i'm joining the sitcom. man i came here to move in yeah that was yeah. the whole goal uh <laughs> I'm going to be living out here in a tent. I've given up. I'm not actually... I'm not actually moving to Chicago. I'm staying in Carlos Martino's backyard. Um, but what was I saying? 
but your core. Oh, that I have my core people. You have the like, version. Your my version of you have your version. Yeah, I have that, mm-hmm. and so. I don't think I could fathom the daughter part of it, but I get the, like, mm-hmm. these are the people I think about. Yeah. I, it's funny, like, I think people think I'm far angrier or more sad than I am because I mm. talk about it a lot, but it's, it's not like all day I'm like, fucking white people. Mm. Like, we're on, on a podcast. Like, what, what am I going to talk about when I'm watching Bad Trip today mm. with starring uh, Eric Andre? Like, no. No. I'm going to talk about interesting shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but... What the fuck were you even? Hmm. I was got passionate. What were we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we were we were talking about your oh, core. Core, yes, mm-hmm. my core. Your core people. And it's gotten smaller and it's smaller and it's nice. Uh-huh. It's like I mean, but but I think a lot of people realize that as as time goes by, they because yeah. in 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 school and growing up, you're like you guys are gonna be my best friends forever, and you realize that those people kind of disappear. And then other people come, and then you you, you it, it's this fluctuation. But yeah. there's this small group of people. Call them family. Call them the people that become your family. They don't leave. Yeah. And and that those are the the, the people that you need to pay attention to. Those people's um, ideas. Those people's um, influences. Those people's reactions. Their their um, paramount. Their, it, it, that's what matters. Yeah. And, and that's I think that's what genuinely makes you comfortable with where you're at yeah you know you know what else has been good about the moving thing or the plan to move is yeah. is you're not gonna get to see me anymore that's what it is that's what it is i'm just trying to, to leave uh, i got to leave wink wink but i'll actually be in your your backyard um is that you finally get to miss things yeah like i have far more appreciation for this scene and my life at the moment because like all right my i'm trying to no longer have this anymore mm. um i am honestly so scared i mean i talked with you about it a little bit yeah. but i'm at the part now where it's getting scary to because it's getting closer and closer it's getting closer and um and the job thing is not easy mm. and that's really scary me. finding work finding work man what if you uh are you are you looking for for work in your field yeah what if you didn't i don't know what else to do warehousing there's warehouses everywhere there has to be but i can't i don't know how to drive a forklift and shit what you don't have to you drive stick shift you'll be fine <laughs> trust me it's not it's General labor pays a lot more than you than a lot of people a lot of people think. I'm listening. You know, like you can have a general general warehouse job and and make enough to sustain you. I guess my big thing is my schedule. Mm. So like, yeah. Do you how what's your schedule like? My schedule is perfect for comedy right now. What is if like if we were to never shut down, bro, I'd be killing it right now. It'd be great. So my schedule is 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 um, it, it, okay. Let me put it. It, it works perfect for me as an open micer because I I work um, Friday through Monday. Okay. And I uh, I get out by by three thirty four o'clock or whatever. Yeah. So I can still do things here and there, but during the week I'm free. So for me. 
I <clears throat> I'm trying to um, keep my schedule as flexible as possible mm. because I'm going to be doing the acting resume shit, and I'm <laughs> I'm I'm crossing my fingers that I'll just I'll hopefully can just get commercial work. Mm. If I can get some commercial work, man, and I know that's thinking really big. I have no idea how it works. Who knows? Mm. I, I can never get it. But we'll maybe talk to Sammy Cantu about that. Yeah, he's he's in commercials. Okay, I'll, I'll message he's, him. He's he's a handsome man. He's he's. I'm a very, hoping to, I'm hoping to have him uh, on the podcast soon. He's a very pretty. pretty I man. love him. Like not in love with him, but like he's a, he's a great. He's one of the greatest guys. You've never talked to Sammy Cantu that much. No, not really. You'd like him. All right. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll hit him he's, up. He's the most likable person in all of. He's more likable than KJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would Sammy say. Sammy doesn't seem like an say asshole. Sammy Sam- yeah, seems yeah. like a good person. Yeah. Uh, KJ's a bit of an asshole, though, but... I mean, he does it in a necessary way sometimes. Yeah, no, I love KJ. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, what was it? Commercial work that you're trying to... Oh, and and my job is tricky in that it is a skill based that I need to keep doing. Mm. If I just stopped signing, it trust me, it's not good. Really? Yeah, I mean, you got it's like any language, man. You got to use it. And... And I already don't use it enough. Oh, okay. um, and my and as an interpreter, it's like that's the field I know, man. I've been doing it for six years. Yeah. That's what I know how to do. Yeah, I, and you know what? I feel the same way. Like if they were to tomorrow be like, "Hey, robots are going to handle the warehouse work now." Yeah, you got to find something else to do. I'm be like, "Well, what I'm else? Fucked. What else could I do? Right. I've done that for almost ten years. Yeah, like what do you think I I can do now? Like I can't go." I mean, like I have some computer skills, but not enough to same do anything like that. And and like I can lift things. Yeah, you know, it's like what <laughs> I'm. Like, a, where I, where am I supposed to go? So, but you're you're um. I'm an interpreter, man. That's, that's what that's I. That's even do. more narrow of a. Because yeah. it's not like there's interpreting jobs everywhere, right? I mean, there's deaf it's people mostly, everywhere. Mostly cities. Oh, really? That's where deaf people congregate. Because it's like, why the fuck would y'all move out to Kansas? Mm. So it's mostly cities. So is is yeah. Chicago a little more ru- rural? No, no, no. Chicago's fine. Mm. It's what it is is there's a special certification that I need to get for oh. yeah for uh, Illinois specifically. Oh. Either that or get a national certification. Which in fact, can I? I should. Can you remind me about this tomorrow? That like I need to. I need to um, look into an RID certificate. I'm gonna have a draft ready <laughs> thanks what is it you i need an rid r's and red i's and igloo d's and dog i need an rid certificate so in my field you can get individual certificates for different states or you can get the rid which is national problem is it's fucking hard and it's really expensive and i've taken the so test it's, it's like it's like going to school again then basically oh, man. man it's fucked man yeah and the problem it, it makes it even worse is COVID has shut everything down mm. with it so the test that i need in order to get the, a job in the state that i'm moving to i can't take until they open it mm. which means i have to then wait until it's open i don't know when that's going to happen then i have to um be good enough to pass the written test i fucking haven't been in school in mm-hmm. a very long time and i yeah. hated it and then keep in mind you're gonna have to study that's yep, that's time, study. A, time away that you're gonna take from stand-up because this is going, what's gonna be occupying your mind yep now i'm gonna have to do the performance part and it costs money and if i fail well you just lost fucking 500 dollars. have fun damn yeah so 
and you got to wait another six months. Is is your idea to have an RV out of the window now? Yeah, I can't do it now. Okay. Um, especially in a, in a place like Chicago. If I was living in, in California, RV would be fine. But it's just not the place anymore. Yeah, physically, if I'm going to be in Chicago, I need to live in a. I, mm. you know, I need to live in a, a, in a an apartment. Um, but I do plan on saving up for an RV eventually when I'm in that position. Okay. Um, but I just gave myself fucking anxiety, man. Like it's it's scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, but you see it, the situation? It's a huge move. I mean, there's no there's not one person that can make that huge move and not feel some sort of anxiousness to it and and, and yeah. stress like when i when i first got married dude like i went from living with my parents to live with with my wife you know like it's there was no in between yeah so when i first moved in here you know i was like oh shit this is really happening i'm scared nervous because i didn't know if how it was gonna work out and yeah is this person gonna like me long term and stuff like that and, and this is like a commitment of a long term and so it's the same way you're committing you know, to go somewhere else that you've you've never been to Chicago, right? No, I'm visiting in May, mm. um, and it's like I'm re- I'm excited. There's mm-hmm. a there's a big positive and a big negative right now. Yeah. The I'm gonna say the negative and then gonna end on the positive. And, and this is why I like spirituality. Let me please remind me to get to spirituality after this. Okay. Okay. The negative is I'm fucking stressed. Mm-hmm. scared anxieties through the fucking roof mm-hmm. at this point about it uh for so many reasons mostly because of the job stuff but the positive is something's gonna happen i don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen um i don't know what's gonna happen something's gonna happen and after that happens my hope is that i right, well it'll be a level up in some way mm. like it's a lot of pressure and i feel like i don't know how you've worked under covid but this the covid type of pressure i think has helped and so this is similar to that type of pressure but Mm. even more uh independent okay and so it's it's like It's like I, if, as long as I can just pull through somehow, mm-hmm. if I can just pull through somehow, it'll be better. Mm. It'll be way better than right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like gritting my teeth and getting through it. And then to um, to the spirituality part of it, mm-hmm. this is why I'm like, I'm so confused by people that are atheists because i don't think i could do it if i wasn't like mm. a little if i wasn't a little loopy if you don't have something <laughs> you to, some, to, right to depend on i i, I agree 100 percent, dude yeah and 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 like you like you're kind of just going not blind like you have a plan but at the same time it's like there's gonna be a point where you're like i kind of just have to trust that it's gonna work yeah you know and and honestly dude i i, I hope that it does and i and i and i think it will you know, I think I think you're since I've known you, you've been very persistent and very um, you really want it. I do. And I think <laughs> I think you want it more than anybody right now. I mean, not more than anybody right now. Uh, you, you like it more than than uh, you like it enough for, for you to, to to make life changing decisions. Yeah, and I think that's reward. That's going to be rewarded. It has to be. Yeah. Someone has to be looking down and be like, "Okay, he really wants it. I'm going to give it to him." <laughs> Have you ever begged your your parents for uh, ice cream, and then eventually they're like, and then you're like, "All right, I'll I'll 
I'll clean the house or whatever, and then you clean the house, and you're like, this fool really wants that ice cream. I'm giving give him an ice cream. I'm glad you added this fool. Like, you added a little bit of your Mexican this in there. Fool this fool right here. This, fool right this here. little motherfucker. Uh, is that what you say to your daughter? This fool over and here is hungry. This fool so. right here. No, I don't. Uh, I just, you know what, man? It's because at work, I hang out with a lot of fools. That's funny. So uh, they're great people. I love them. Shout out, Jose. No, like, I, dead, dead serious. Can you please pray for me? Yeah. Okay, because I, like... For for the move and all that the stuff? The move and just just fucking getting my feet there, man. Like, yeah. it's... it's when, when people say... When people... I'm going to get a little political and I'm going to come back. Okay. Okay. When people are like, well, you just fuck. If you don't love America, leave. I, man, I can't even move to shit. I can't even move to another state yeah. in America right now because of money, let alone move to fucking Tanzania. Yeah. Like, I, are you out of your mind? Uh, so, anyway, but... But, but man, I'm so fucking like it's the money and the job thing right mm-hmm. now. Right now, I have um, the agency I have now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna keep me on for VRI, which means I'll be working through a computer. Um, and then I have this other agency that's also working through computers, but they're new, mm-hmm. so they're on the come up and they don't have any work for me. Mm-hmm. And so I hit up a, a there's an agency there who is like a, a VRI agency who's like, yeah, man, we'll take you. But do you have the certificate? And I mm-hmm. said, no. And they were like, all right, well, you got to wait for the certificate. Check the website. The website says there's just no, you can't, you can't do anything right now. Mm-hmm. You just got to wait. So I have two agencies right now, but none of them, neither of them are able to really give me work mm-hmm. anyway. No. And so it's like, if I start working at a, a, a factory, if I start being an Amazon fulfillment consultant you're gonna lose what you got yeah yeah i'm not gonna no way Hmm. i'm gonna have to it's gambling man yeah like it's gambling on my skill that i've been working on all this time Mm -hmm. to actually be profitable and for college to actually come through yeah um and it is man i was having anxiety on the way here thinking about this stuff. really Mm. looking terrified and I keep shouting the shit to the heavens. So, like, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I hope it, it it works out for you. Yeah. In in that sense, and and, and to answer your question, I, I will pray for you. Thank you. It's been a while since I have, and it may it might be a good be a little rusty. Yeah, yeah, I might have to pull out. Yeah, I, but but honestly, like whatever, um, yeah, man, wh- whatever you need, I hope it happens. You know, because it's like, I I, I think. By any means necessary, you want to be a comic, right? That's what it's looking like. That's what it's going to be, right? Yeah. So eventually, you're going to leave the interpreting behind, right? Eventually, yeah. Okay. If if I can... Man, if my, my, my big pipe dream in my head is like, what if I get there and I can just get like two commercials? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just two, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and I know, come on, Geico. I know, right, Geico. <laughs> come on, you, you need a, a guy with dreadlocks to be your next mascot, right? I can, I can wear glasses and yeah. be on a broom. I'll be like Black Harry Potter. Whatever you need, <laughs> whatever new thing you need to add to your your clan of of misfit characters, mm-hmm. I'll I'll join you. But um, no, I uh, I I, if I can get like a commercial, like from what I'm gathering, mm-hmm. it's a fair amount of money just in one time. I can like no. really sp- stretch it out, out. No. yeah, and then use the comedy, get some momentum. Is a big part of why, like, when you're like, uh, are you, are you, um, how I feel about the teasing? Like, mm-hmm. man, man, 
I'm worried about having a place to live yeah, in, in a place where it's real winter. You have far bigger things to worry yeah, about right KJ now. KJ making fun of me outside of Brooks Bar for bombing at a, <laughs> at a mic with six people in it. It's the least of your concerns. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what I was trying to articulate, too. Yeah, I got it. It's like, I'm stressed out about other shit right now, man. Yeah. Like, I, I Yeah, I... Well, well, Mr. Chase, I, ha- I have a lot of shit to catch up on for, uh, yeah. like the uh, all the Black History stuff that that you've sent me and all that stuff. I'm gonna try to watch this uh, whenever I get the chance. Is uh, Judas and the Black Messiah? Could you keep? Did, what what about um, Black Klansman? Did you watch that movie? Fantastic. It was good. I wanted to watch it, but this is when I was <clears throat> illegally streaming stiff mm. stuff, you know. So yes. uh, my stream didn't work for that movie, so. You know, you should watch. You, or do you like weird movies? Like, like. Avant garde? What's that movie? Uh. <laughs> the last. All right. The last really weird movie that I was like, this is okay. And then I was just like, what the fuck? Was, uh, was, uh, was, uh, so- sorry to bother you. Oh, that was what I was going to suggest. Oh, really? And that's avant garde. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like. Avant garde is like. If I remember correctly. Or I could be sounding like a douchebag right now. Yeah. But avant garde is, um,. Out there, it's just kind of strange. Mm. It's uh, outside of just normal reality. Um, yeah, sorry to bother you, but I was going to suggest. Have you seen Into the Spider Verse? Yeah, I like that yeah, movie. It's really there. good. Uh, oh, Queen I, and Slim. I, yeah, I've never seen that movie. Right. Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. You want the Black Experience? Woo! Woo! Really? The Queen we, and Slim Fruitvale Station. I, I just recently watched uh, Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it. No, it's really good. Is that, that on Hulu? That uh, it's on HBO Max. God. That that little kid in that that little boy, he fucking knocked it out of the park. That's awesome. That kid was so good in that movie. It's always good to see talented such a, actors. Such a good movie. Like it was it was very interesting. Yeah. Um I recently watched it. Oh nice. Because I'm trying to watch horror movies, man, because I'm, I'm trying try to get them. Trying to be a, not not to be a bitch. You I know? got one for you. What? Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Is that with uh uh Will Chris Hemsworth. Chris, uh, you know what? I started watching it. I, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but I started. But I never. I think I fell asleep during it. That's okay. Because it's like a it's a comedy scary movie, right? Sort of. Hmm. It's it is. This will fix your fear of movies or horror movies. Hmm. Watch Cabin in the Woods, mm-hmm. and then remember that Cabin in the Woods is horror movies. I'm going to try to elaborate without giving it away, okay? Okay. Okay. Cabin in the Woods paints homage to horror movies in a way that puts context around the situation that will that will make you laugh a little bit if you think about it. Okay. So next time you're what are you watching? You're watching Exorcist? I'm trying to watch it, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I just, it just scares the balls it's off good, of me. It's, like, it's just, I don't know. All right, you're watching. Let me know one day. We'll watch, we'll watch Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Um, but are it, you still doing film favorites with yeah. with Bryce? Yeah, man. It's the whole se- the first season's out. Okay. Yeah. You can like, watch are it. you still like yeah. watching movies together and Trying. recording for the next season? Yeah. Until you leave. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a whole other. That's a whole other stressor. That I think I, I, I watched. I watched the one. I, I watched. I listened to one episode. And I was like, this is pretty cool. It's man. I've learned a lot about film because yeah. of it, um, and it's it's made me be, it's allowed me to be more patient. Mm. Like he's made me watch some crazy shit stuff where you'd be like, "Well, how do you? How have you? Eat, why would this be on your favorite yeah. list?" Where it was just terrible. Like I think there was 
the the episode that I listened to is when you watch the oh, fuck man. You, it was like a slow movie. You guys said was it Potep? No. Uh, Stalker. That one. Stalker. God damn. Hold on. Let me see. Let's see. Russian film Stalker runtime. Stalker's running time is two hours and 43 minutes. Two hours and 43 minutes of the slowest, dullest, most confusing, boring, in Russian film I have ever seen. It's crazy. And you watched it in its entirety? Uh, yep. Sat and down and watched it. You didn't fall asleep? Well, I'm not allowed to. It's part of the rules of the... the I have to watch... Do you know the rules of the of the podcast? Uh, you can go ahead and explain them. So, uh, he we have his top five hundred favorite films because Bryce is a maniac, and we're going in descending order. So five hundred, four ninety nine, four ninety eight. Every episode we pick three in descending order, and then I have to pick one of the three. If I've seen it, I can't watch it. Oh, so and like Goofy movie will come up, and I'll be like, I want to pick Goofy movie, but I got to go watch fucking uh, what is it, Thief. Because you've watched Goofy. Because I've seen Goofy okay. movies, so it's about expanding my horizons with film. But it is—it takes so much patience because some of these movies are terrible. But then I've watched other movies where I'm like, I, Finding Neverland is really good. Mm. Finding Neverland is fantastic, and uh, Wreck It Ralph was great. Oh, Wreck It Ralph was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I watch I, it all the time with my daughter. Uh, Gravity, Gravity was really good. You liked it? Mm-hmm. Um, um, so many. So being John Malkovich, I'd never seen that. Hmm. So fucking near dark. That's the first episode. Never forget near dark. Hmm. Bone tomahawk. Like I could just list off so many movies now, and it's just expanding your horizons. Okay, I would love to watch a scary movie with you. Yeah, dude. I might be holding on to you though. <laughs> I just, I, dude, and, and then like at night, dude. I, 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 I if it just, I'm just yeah. scared. No, I get you. I get you. I'm just scared. It's I okay, but I got through it. Well, because it's silly. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. You don't I, like. I watched it with very low volume. Oh, Jesus. And I pulled out my phone a lot. Okay. <laughs> you have to. If you do, you like uh, roller coasters. I love roller coasters. Think about it like a roller a mental roller coaster. Okay. So it you it's not real. The roller coaster makes you feel like you're gonna die. Yeah. And that's what's fun about it. Okay. The the scary movies make you feel. They give you the fight or flight response. Okay. And you just got to remember, I'm not gonna die. Mm. It's not gonna happen to me. Not gonna happen. Except for the except for the ring. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the Exorcist. Holy shit. No, no, you're good with the Exorcist, but the ring. Don't fuck with the ring. What do you mean? Have you seen the ring? I think so. The with the the girl in the well. Yeah, the, the videotape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't watch that one. Why? Because that's the one that's real. But other than everything uh, else, wait, hold on a second. I'm joking. I'm oh, joking. Okay, I was I'm about joking. to say shit. I already I, saw it. Then <laughs> you'd have I been dead up, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, you're right. I was but like, what if it's got a delay? You have to because so many people watched it at once. You have to start looking at it like a roller coaster. Okay, <coughs> it's just a mental roller coaster. Hmm. Um, like if anything, it's way safer than going on a roller coaster. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think. I think there was there was one time where uh, at Six Flags. Hmm. Um, some dude lost his hat over the fence where a roller coaster rode by, and he was like, "I'm gonna go grab my hat." I heard about that. Jumped over the fence, yeah, and he and and it was one of those suspended roller coasters, and some dude's foot hit him, killed him, and the dude lost his foot. Yeah, that's why I don't fuck with roller coasters. Man. Roller coasters are so much fun, though. Yeah, good, good, good story. You don't then. go, you don't go on roller coasters at all. I used to because I was being peer peer pressured. No one's gonna peer pressure me ever again. No, no, I'm I'm old. I'm an old man, and I'm I don't go on roller coasters. Goliath? Nope. 
X2? Nope. Tatsu? Nope. None of those. You could just be making shit up right now. You could be just saying gibberish to me, and I don't, <laughs> I don't even... Nope. I'm not. Those are roller coasters. Like, so much fun. Ah, oh, dude, I love it. It's not my thing. Man. I love it. My wife and I, we before we got married, when we were just dating, dude, we had uh, season passes to, to Six Flags. We were always there. One time we went, one time we went and we just bought Funnel Cake. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with Disneyland. Disneyland's cool. Yeah. Do you like the rides? Yeah. Space be, Mountain? Be, yes. Yes. Okay. Because there's a, it's a it's show. Family. Well, no, it's a show. Okay. Like. It's like an experience. Go, when you go to Knott's Berry Farm, you're going there t- for the roller for coaster. The thrill. To sh- yeah, the thrill to, for the roller coaster to scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of that in Disney. What about Universal Studios? I haven't been in, in since I was a kid, but I, yes. I think it would be the same. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not about scaring the shit out of you as much as it is like an ex- you know, you're 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 going through. It's it's a small world after all. It's annoying, but you can say you did it. And um, what is it? Space Mountain mentally feels probably really big, but mm-hmm. it probably isn't actually that big because it's so dark. Yeah. Uh, what else? The the fucking what's the one the haunted the Ma- mansion oh yeah okay haunted haunted mansion is like you're not in any danger mm-hmm. it's just kind of like whoa it's freaky mm-hmm. uh maybe the what is it not the, the supreme scream of the the one the that hotel the california oh uh, uh it's the guardians of the galaxy now but it what? was but it was it was hollywood tower of terror yeah oh it's not it's now the gardens of the galaxy ride all right, well, it's the same right same shit it's just, they just changed the programming and what you see oh, but i wrote it when it was the hollywood tower same, terror, same and it was pretty cool i'm glad i got to say that yeah me too so like the little moments like that that's like an experience and i don't yeah. never need to have that again you know yeah i i get what you're saying i get what you're saying when you're going to to, to those to disneyland universal studios it's it's the experience mm. and when it's um knots and six flags it's just the ride yeah it's just the feeling of adrenaline sit do you have any... Oh, man. No. I'll say it. Do you have any suggestions for this anxiety for this for the Chicago shit? Because it's really fucking me up, man. I don't know what I'm going to do about money. <laughs> like, I um, have a whole plan set up. I don't know, man. I would say... Oh, man. I don't... Because, see, I don't want to give you the wrong advice. Yeah. But if... if I would I would say just look at other lines of work. I, I know I know you studied for it, but if it's not the means of of you getting there, because the point is to get there. Like if it's not getting you there, then yeah, maybe maybe you might want to look look into. It. But what it, else can interpret like not interpreting sign language do? Like maybe not just interpreting. Is there, maybe not thinking outside the box for, for churches. Churches use use interpreters all the time. You think they do? How much do they pay them? I have no idea. Ooh. But like Harvard, oh, I shouldn't say fucking church. Uh, there's a big ass church. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, for Arlington, and they have they have interpreters. Okay. Maybe a mega church. Um, hit up churches. All right, I just sent that to you. <laughs> um, but. But uh, yeah, I guess I could. I could um, look into that. Pol- political interpreting, like no, you know, would, those people. I would need a certification for that. For really, what yeah. about for uh, whatever happened to that dude that just snuck up? I don't know was, how people get to get. I don't, man. I'm a seasoned interpreter with multiple degrees, and I can't get a fucking job. I don't mm. know how those guys do it. I yeah. don't know how you do it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, 
You gotta um, really be fucking up to put someone like that yeah. at Nelson Mandela's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> as far as, as far as uh, interpreting goes, since I'm not, but I'm, I'm only thinking of where I've seen an interpreter. That's it. Is I've only seen an interpreter like a sign language interpreter at church, mm. and I've only seen them at, at um. I guess maybe like a off. No, I don't know if there's any office jobs that I can no, do. No, man. Like, what do you mean office jobs? Like just like I don't know. like like. like like data entry yeah but i don't know how to do the shit like that dude it's easy to learn no n- n- you, trust me not for me you'll see really man i'm i'm a fucking i'm a performer right that no i that's you don't understand man like that's all i am that's oh, okay I am. like that is what, my bones and my bone marrow mm. that's what i am you can't i cannot do anything learn else. trade skills it's it's not that it's like in my personality I've Why just don't you ex- just become a gigolo? <laughs> a handyman that, you know? Because I have a girlfriend. <laughs> and and because that's also, like, I'm not that attractive. Well, I'm joking. Oh, thanks. But um, you're not. Yeah, well, go ahead. But it's been, Carlos has been so fucked. I had a job. Mm-hmm. I had a consistent assignment that was getting me enough money so I could save, keep paying down debt, mm-hmm. save, get ready for everything. And then the day the capital riot hit, I lost my job. Mm. And so then I just didn't have any work. And since then, I had been living off. It was, wasn't, was that right after? That was right after Christmas break, wasn't it? The capital riot? Was that? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it was no. Um, was it around Christmas break? No, it was before. Wait, well, Christmas break happens before Christmas. Because it happened right after. Um, what day? What? Okay, so what month was it? It was December. December six. Sure. Yeah, it was December six. We have we have technology. It was December six. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Why are you bringing it up? Basically, I had just gone through a two week no work vacation. And I thought I was going to have my job when, uh, by the end of it. and January 8th. January 8th. No. Yeah, so it's after Christmas. That's not when it happened. What? That's not when it happened. I'm sorry. When I'm did it reading, happen? I'm reading when, when the article was published. Oh. You could have Capital can't? Riot and then... Yeah. This is embarrassing. Capital Riot. When did that happen? According to Wikipedia, January the 6th. article is a broad timeline of the course of the events were you? surrounding the storming of the United States. Ca- it's January 6th. What were you looking up? Google. I just Googled it. Weird. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So it was after it was after Christmas break. So it was in January. Yeah. And I lost my job right afterwards. And then I, I've been living off of the savings. And then mm. jobs have slowly been coming in. But then, you know, my tire pops on the way to get my vaccine. Mm. So I got to buy a new tire. Fucking other things happen mm-hmm. life happens and it's like it's like i get this new job and then i email them i'm like okay so when can i start working it's like well, we don't have any work for you mm. it's like what, what what i'm trying like i'm trying to do my best yeah so it can it's it's really gotten frustrating man like it feels like it, i'm being tested it's su- it sucks when there's work out there but you don't feel like you can do the work yeah yeah and you know because there's no there's no work for your field no, there just isn't right now. Damn. And it makes me think even more how bullshit college is. Mm. Because for for so long, people were like, get a college degree, then you got to uh, 
get uh, job job employment or whatever the what is it um, job security that was a big thing about college job mm. security it's like well well we found out that our infrastructure doesn't fucking work mm-hmm. so there is no job security yeah so you lied to all of us basically grocery stores well work at a grocery store like no i'm not there's nothing wrong restaurants with that. it's it's like i know i'm coming off stubborn but right. it's, it's like I will look into that when I need to look into that. Uh-huh. At this point, I'm not at that point. Okay. So if if it's not like I I'm up above doing if, those if things. If need be. If need that's be. That's absolutely need be. Yeah. Okay. But right now it's not at that point. But it is getting closer to a point like that, and that's upsetting for me because because right. you spent so much time and energy with this. Yeah, and I it's it's a it's a really good paycheck if it works well. Yeah. And I don't want to lose that. And the soon as soon as I start working another type of job like that, you just lose it. You you're done. Yeah. Because you can't it's, you can't get back in. Hmm. Especially if you don't have any like deaf relatives or friends. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, is it losing the skill? It's or? losing the skill. Yeah. You will like it is it is a hard thing to do, uh, mentally and physically. Mm. And it's just like language, man. If you don't, do you speak Spanish? Mm-hmm. Do you speak Spanish every day? No. How often do you speak it? Every week, for sure. Okay. Did you but, grow up? But grow, like, uh, I, I force myself because I'll, I'll talk Spanish with my, my coworkers. Right. I don't have anyone to speak to in sign language. Really? Yeah. Other yeah. than like my girlfriend, but she doesn't really sign anymore. She's mm. in Starbucks now. Mm. So like, I, it's, it's not that I'm being stubborn. I'm being like realistic. Mm-hmm. Like that's my skill set. Yeah. You understand that you'll lose it too i will lose it yeah i will absolutely lose it and that's not good wow um and so i just need a break you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i think that's another reason why i'm kind of wound up for how long can you go without doing it before you start losing it all together i mean i would say if i went a year Mm. If I went a year without signing at all, I don't. I don't know how I would be as an mm. interpreter. Like it, you could still take vacations. What do you mean? Like if you uh, if you worked right now, <clears throat> and you were wore out, and you're like, I'm gonna take a break. Yeah, I could do that. You could take a break and then come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah just fine. fine. Yeah, but it's just like for extended extended period. period of time. I would lose it. Like year sure. after a year, you would lose it. Right now, I'm not that good. Oh, really? Yeah, because I don't do it enough. Right. It's like a tool I use now. Hmm. And so it's it's really, it's... Do you think do you think sign language is harder to learn than a different language? No, for me it was like, easier. Like a speaking language? Like one where you can still speak? Uh, for me it was easier. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because the way the language is set up, it's about creating a picture. Mm-hmm. Like it, you can do it in English. Okay, so like, can you, can you start speaking to me? The nope, the audience isn't gonna be able to see it, but you will. Can you start speaking to me? Um, hello, this is Carlos Patino. This is the Construction Ahead podcast. I wish I had more listeners, but I don't, which is fine because I'm an idiot. But I have cool ass people on here, like Aaron Chase. Do you want me to keep going? So that was like bad that was bad yeah it looked good to me yep why was it bad you you didn't keep up 
quick enough or you it just wasn't clear wasn't my finger spelling shit was bad Mm. in my opinion Mm. and i'm i can i'm still good enough to do my job Mm. but the longer it goes the harder it's gonna become and then and then if i start up working consistently it comes back really fast Mm. but it's it's tough man and and i just i just need a fucking break yeah like i just need to be thrown a bone and sometimes it feels like if you have faith in something, this mm-hmm. is to bring it full circle, baby. Woo. And if you have faith in something, it kind of feels like you're not completely alone mm. in a time like this where, where it's fucking scary. Yeah. So scary. It's scary, but at the same time, dude, you're, you're going to find the means. You, really, you, you come off as the person that really wants it, and I think that's going to be rewarded, dude. Like, yeah, uh, honestly. Um... I, I wish I had the, the solution to to all the stress that you had. I might go on unemployment. But I don't I don't have anything. Like but but it, but I just I wanna tell you it's all right, man. Like it's yeah. it's gonna all fall together eventually, man. Yeah. I've been working on like I think the reason why I'm not completely falling to pieces right now. Uh, I was falling to pieces a little bit on the way here. But <laughs> at this very moment is I think the meditation of the buddhism thing has helped that's good uh, in, invoke yourself more into that and because yeah. it seems like it's it's holding you together and anything that's holding you together is important that's the thing okay uh, we were talking to a comic i think recently who was like who's basically a nihilist mm. you know a nihilist no a nihilist is someone that just doesn't believe in anything let's say okay definition who is this can you say do you want to say don't say that's not necessary define nihilist Here's the definition of nihilist. A person who believes that life is meaningless and rejects all religious and moral principles. So this dude was like, nothing matters anyway. Yeah. Uh, he's a comic. And I was thinking to myself, like, God damn, man, that's really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if that's what you believe, hey, you know, that's what you believe. If that's yeah. how you want to move through the world. That's cool. But like, nothing. Ugh. Yeah. Like, that makes it really depressing. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're just floating around in fairyland. But... I'm all right with that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I don't have a problem with with uh, feeling like there's something that's looking out for us. Yeah, we're not right. even looking out; just watching us, even. Yeah, just watching to see what we're doing with our one life. Yeah, you know what it it feel it, yeah yeah it just feels like it's a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's something I don't think I've ever been explained. You can't really explain it to someone who's white. No. Um, you, can't, you can't explain it to someone who is very scientific about it. Mm. Like a feel, like you've, you've heard the f- facts, not feelings. It's like, yeah. all right, well, come on, man. Like, ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. It's like, I mean, dude, you're Jewish. Shut the fuck up. You want facts? Yeah. I, I think he's. Your stupid fucking in, hat in, on. In the conservative world, he is a gangster, though. Oh yeah, for sure. He is a he's a conservative gangster. My wife is actually a fan. That's strange to me. But I he it it's like it's it's not a big deal to me. Yeah. Well, whatever. Either way, <laughs> he he not even him. Like th- that type of person. I it, think it's it's when you choose one side hardcore, you know, and you're just you're going to die on that side no matter what. No matter what. It's like no, nah, I'm not gonna get back into the whole race thing. <laughs> nah, because we'll be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of which, I don't want to hold you up from your life. Um. Plus, it's late. Probably so. just gonna pee. And how long have we been doing this? 
we have done three hours. That's that's a fair amount of three time. hours, and that's a great amount of time. I think this. I don't know what it is about the you buddy system, fools, mm. foos, but you and George just uh, bring out the longness in the podcast, man, and that's cool. How like long the, is it normally? Uh, I don't put a time to it, but I think l- two hours, less than two hours. Mm. So the fact that we can get through three hours talking and learning about each other, I think it's very cool. I agree. I have to get up early to uh, drive my girlfriend to work, so I'm going to have to go now, man. All right. Hey, um, Aaron, thanks for being here, dude. Um, I'm going to keep looking into all this stuff that, that you sent me, and uh, I, I I will be praying for you. Thank you. Um. I just, I just want to say, dude, thanks for being here, dude, and I really do care about you, and and I ver- really value what you've done in the comedy community, mm. you know, and um, you're a great friend of mine. Uh, vice versa. <laughs> all right, uh, drop your socials if you'd like. If someone reaches uh, all the way to the end here, no fucking way. No, you don't think so? I don't think Maybe, so. Not even Nick. Nick it, is probably like, I have enough. Yeah, it, whoever reaches the end of this, please let us know because I'll be really impressed. <laughs> um, Aaron Chase ninety one on Instagram and TikTok. Cool, and I'm, I'm at Los Patino Comedy on Instagram. Thank you guys for joining me. My name's Carlos Patino. Construction ahead. I fucked up the 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 outro. Did you see that shit?